0: This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Adams Estro of Leviathan, Zekt Mills of Brynhildr, and Molly Poppins of Excalibur. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio and by Gamestation 361. The Gamestation 361 is the latest in Garley and Subjugation entertainment technologies brought to you by Arthardian Industries. Featuring over 4,000 tombstones of blast processing, the Gamestation 361 has enough power to run 361 laps around the competition. All Gamestation 361s come with full SL-4VE crown support brought to you by the Palazzo Company. Installation is easy. Simply place the crown on your head, turn on the Gamestation 361, and the Control.DLL will do the rest. GameStation is the only place you'll find popular titles such as Legend of Olivia, Shotgun of Time, Grand Theft Magitech, and Orthorn Watch, GameStation 361. Now you're gaming with power, Carly and Power. Live from
1: Aorzia.
2: The horror you have lost
0: I said don't take your clothes off
2: Juxtapositions
3: I don't get it Escalier. Yeah. Holy shit, totally forgot about him And Mika Oh my god
2: Limitbreakradio.com
1: 5, 4, 3, 2,
2: one. Welcome to limit break radio episode number 95 thanks so much for joining us here at twitch.tv slash limit break radio limit radio.com is the website if you're a podcast listener guys we'd like to invite you to join us live we do the show each and every single sunday live here at twitch.tv slash limit break radio let's go ahead and kick it on over to our a studios where we see Jinx McNinja hosting us for one viewer. Thank you, Jinx. Appreciate it. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for joining us here uh, today. Uh, we've uh, we've got a show. I'm not even going to say it's an exciting show. We've got a show. <laughs> wow, way we're, to sell here. It. <laughs> we're here. We're uh, here. So yeah, no, we uh, we've got some stuff to talk about, including the 3.5 trailer that dropped this week. But uh, we mostly we want to talk to you. Uh, We understand that the last two episodes That we did both fell on Apparent holidays I don't know what those are Anymore I haven't had a holiday Or a day off or "Eh, Can you hear the teeth grinding in that Statement like uh, it's
0: weird when you Tell someone you know you're like oh yeah No I worked both Christmas and New Year's Day and they're like you have the shittiest job ever
2: And then you go yeah it's like a Volunteer gig that (laughs) (laughs) I mean I made like 20 bucks for the day It was cool Uh, so Yeah no uh, we we understand that uh, Some of our normal audience uh, Was not able to be here Either they were uh, Nursing hangovers Or hanging out with their family being or getting nor- hangovers Being normal people Right? Like being normal people And not being big gigantic weirdos Listening to uh, A video game podcast on a, on a holiday But we appreciate All of those big giant weirdos That did listen to us live And that did call in Thank you guys so much But we want to hear from everyone About Uh the 3.5 trailer that we're going to be talking about here today. Uh, we'll also be talking about, uh, you know, if you want to talk about it, anything that's coming up in Stormblood, anything about 3.5, any speculation that you may have, if you want to sound off on the T shirt, uh, EU Fan Fest speculation, we want to hear it all. That's uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810 515 8715, Limit Slash Discord, if you want to call in on Discord. So, joining me today, of course, we've got Ascalia in the studio, and joining us over Skype, we've got Kahlo, and that's it. Uh, we've What's Koo-
4: up?
2: Kuki is here today. She's back. Yes, Kuki is back today. Let's actually let's you talk guys to miss Kuki. Me? Yes, hi, Kuki. How you doing?
1: Good. How are you guys doing?
2: Uh, good. We did miss you. How was uh, how was your holiday?
1: It was good. Yeah? I actually saw snow. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, you're great from, for you. You're from a land. You're from a land that doesn't get much snow, so it's a
0: yeah, no, exactly. it's a novelty to you. How how quaint! Hey, we were discussing this last week, and I'm I'm still kind of curious about it. how did you and the other interns get the holidays off? I
2: know. How, how did, did that? How happen? Did, how, yeah. How'd you muscle that one?
1: I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> I'm cookie. I get these off.
0: Uh huh. Okay. Well, that's hard okay. to
1: argue
5: with. <laughs> I have a question now. I, I mean, no disrespect to you, okay? Because you know that, that, that I love you in just the deepest way possible. But how come I never get a fucking welcome back? She was gone for one day.
0: Well, because you're gone, gone for months weeks. at a time.
2: Yeah, so you
5: should miss me more. You'd think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, right. I would think that very much.
2: Well, you would be wrong.
5: Well, you know what? Now I'm not going to tell people what my big announcement is till the end of this show.
2: No. oh oh, oh boo. i'm is, sure they're hurt is it is they it are. is it december's is it december's postcard no no
0: that no. that announcement is coming next month aha uh-huh.
2: where is that by the way in all it's seriousness No, out, out oh. it's going out tomorrow yep, yep so so the artwork's done
5: she's putting the final touches on it yep there were uh, uh a bit of holiday touch. delays but yeah it's going out okay. tomorrow. okay fucking artists man <laughs> i guess i can tell them who it is though Yeah, why don't you tell them who it is? All right, guys. If you were a Patreon for the month of December... At the $20 level. At the $20 level. That's right. At the $20 level or higher, you will be getting card two of set one, which features the one, the only, the juxtaposition.
2: Ooh. The juxtaposition postcard going out for December uh do you are you ready to announce who's uh who's on deck i mean we're we're nine days into january yeah who's up on who's up
1: next
5: that's what i was that's what i was gonna do is each month i was gonna announce who who came next but then kooky was like why not keep it like an era of mystery you know like if someone wants their their favorite maybe just their favorite host then they might just hold off that day but if you're secret about it they run the risk of missing their favorite host damn kooky that's cunning exactly oh she's cold. my job wow <laughs> that's calc that's
2: that's calculated my goodness <laughs> uh well kooky uh we're glad to uh we're glad to have you back uh and uh well, it, glad hope- to have
5: you back too, carlo thank you fuck off
2: I shut up
5: oh okay then i guess just pout <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm <gonna>. Who's This team that dropped today.
2: Me. Uh Escalia, yeah. Escalia is going
5: to be really excited about
1: that.
2: Escalia is <laughs> going to be see well, this is going to be good because he doesn't have to run all of the phones Kookie. now we have you to uh to Yay. to back to do that. We thank you very much for your hard work. Uh Anero. What?
1: Fuck you too. Why? I heard, I was I oh. listened to the show, so okay.
2: fuck you. <laughs> Good. All right. Yeah, he was real
0: just, real I'm kind just checking. Of the missing I'm just, uh, yeah,
1: I'm just checking. I listen to the, you guys uh-huh.
0: when I'm gone. Uh huh. You're the. I only that she does. I don't believe anyone else does. You're, you
2: realize that you're the only host that listens, or you're the only you're the only member of the cast that listens to the shit when you're not here. That's uh, that's <laughs> remarkable. I have to commend it, it really you for that. It really is
0: because I like. Do you listen to a, a Nero on the rare case that you're not here? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, but only because you have the, to do the, the editing the, on the, it. No, no,
2: <laughs> I could I could do that very easily. But uh, I mean, did the did the thorough tongue lashing that you received for Final Encounter cast <laughs> not give you any idea of whether or
0: not I still listen? I don't know. I, I figured maybe it's someone so, just said something to you on Twitter, and you're like, oh, I'll get on no. this
2: one. It's so rare that uh that I miss a show. That uh, you know, and it and it would be. Oh my god! It would be so nice to have a weekend off. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It would be nice to have a week off. <laughs> Holy crap! That'd be good. Uh, yeah, we could do with that. Yeah, seriously. Um. Anyway, so uh. Yeah. Welcome Let's back. Let's complain about it. We can. We can do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, Callow. Hashtag Mutekalo.
2: Mutekalo. Mutekalo uh Thank you. i don't know uh, what yeah what happens when Jux
0: does not hear? who gets the who gets the mute button now um good question M- me i guess right i'm in his seat yeah. i'm wearing his headphones Can you do it right I-, I don't know if he could would you would you mute me would you really do something so heartless so calculating so cold. yeah sure you got you
5: I, he got you halfway through it too <laughs> <laughs> ha
2: muted muted collo too i got both of them oh my god both of them ha
1: that's me that's me blowing the smoke off of my guns
2: anyway uh so anything else going on kooky i mean we've got nothing else to talk about this week so we're just talking to you
1: (laughs) i went to a bridal show yesterday fuck off
2: we don't want to hear anything about that no 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 (laughs) put the brakes on (laughs) no 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 no, no. Uh, nothing's
4: been going on like (laughs) seriously what is there to go on in the game
2: uh, that's a great question. Absolutely, apparently nothing. Anyway, uh, so Kooky uh, it's great to have you back. We're we're glad to have you back, but we do have uh, a bit of a bummer to uh, to also announce. Yeah, that what happened because even though Kooky is is back from vacation, uh, pops went on vacation and uh we lost him. He died. No, oh. he didn't. Hey, no, stop. that's not. No, no, that's not what happened. We just literally we lost. We literally, we literally, kid literally kid. lost him. We don't. We don't. We don't know where he is. No, we just. He's gone.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> no. no word. No, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, but pops did have to end his internship with Limit Break Radio. Uh, so. Uh, just wanted to uh, send a huge shout out and thank you to Papa Woody for all of the hard work and effort that he put in for hanging out with us out at uh, Fan Fest for the work that he put in out there uh, so yeah we, we do want to send a huge shout out and thank you to Pops and uh, yeah so there's there's an opening for a drink runner in the studio <laughs>
0: best of luck on your future endeavors Pops yes of we're going to go ahead and replace you now of course
5: speaking of death though there was, there was a member of the LBR uh, hosts. Glad Night Dev could
1: get you a program that replicates an hero's voice and personality. Sorry again for your loss. Hashtag rip. There we go.
2: Yeah, that, that, uh, that, that we apparently lost uh, Yeah, that apparently I died uh, at some point this week.
0: Oh, that was great. I started having people tweet me that, that shit, and they're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry <laughs> for your loss. I'm like, we're not.
1: Kooky and Callow both on the show take my fucking money
0: damn
5: (laughs) thor okay
4: thanks thank thank you thor that's
5: a proper welcome back thank you thor uh Uh,
4: i actually got a few messages
5: of of, of, shut up of people that didn't realize it was a joke i'm like did you actually read the the, oh my god
2: seriously They're
5: they're like what happened my favorite,
2: I think, I think one of my favorite lines from that was uh, like barely relevant, like they call it the 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 <laughs> quote unquote obituary. So, cast had made a, a aka Aaron Edge, if you also listen to uh, Final Encounter, cast had made a great fake obituary based on the rant that I did about Carrie Fisher's death last week on Final Encounter, and uh, so it got circulated around. And uh, of course, a couple of people got punked by it. I don't know why you would. <laughs> But in there, he, descri- he described me as barely relevant podcaster Nate Bender. And I was just like, that is very accurate. If
0: has ever been a better way to make that description. Oh, it's so funny. Semi-relevant. There we go. Semi-relevant. Semi-relevant. That Sorry. whole obituary. Excuse me. Sorry. What, what what name
5: did he have you being in game? I don't. and Zinosis uh, or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My favorite part was right at the end get good in heaven (laughs) he actually actually thinks you'd go to heaven bro
0: yeah no way no way are you kidding me hell all the way (laughs) i liked uh some of the tweets that we got people asking like so is there like a vacancy for a host now (laughs) or like wow dude (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: oh my god so uh yeah to everyone who thought i was dead i am not Unfortunately. Yeah. Better luck next time guys. Sorry. Keep my, those fingers the, crossed. R- rumor rumors of my demise have been greatly overreported. Uh anyway, so yeah, uh I'm not dead. And that I guess feels good. No, that was that was seriously bizarre and hilarious when that happened about uh this is mid-week. like
5: What, like a week, two weeks after the rumor that you were uh, dating Susan Calloway?
0: Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) So, so far on this show, you have been uh, dating Mika. Right. Dating Susan Calloway. Right. uh, Dead. Right. And Hitler. And Hitler. Well, but that was, I mean, that was, I did that to myself. Yes. Oh, yeah, the bet. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I had actually forgotten about that. (laughs) So much of that day is just fogged
2: out Uh, so yeah uh, before we get into the news a couple of things that uh, we wanted to talk about in terms of what's going on here with Limit Break Radio Uh, so we talked about uh, the patron stuff the uh, uh, Kalos postcards from Orzea remember again patreon.com slash limit break radio to support the show your monthly support helps keep the show weekly it helps keep the show uh, the quality that it is and uh, it helps keep us doing final encounter cast and it's subsequently been able to help us grow into our third show which is called checkpoint radio and we now get to officially talk about it yes i know like we've been even holding back that name for a long time so oh my god but here's the thing we're going to be talking about that over on final Encountercast. but not just that we're going to be playing the demo for checkpoint Ooh. over the full demo over on Checkpoint. What? that's happening over on final Encountercast cast today, so we hope that you guys will join us over on twitch.tv slash final encounter cast at five.
0: Wait, for, for those who attended the after party, is this like the, the three-minute demo, no, demo that we played? No, oh. this is not
2: the 90-second demo that we played out there. This is the full hour-long demo that we're going to be sharing. This is not even the one that we've shared over on the Patreon page. It's all uh, new. This is a full, a whole new demo uh, that is uh, the one that we're putting out to the public. This is going out to uh, Radio station stations uh in just a couple of weeks so we're gonna be playing that here for you today and we'll also give you a first look at the website but you got to tune in over at twitch.tv slash final encounter cast at 5 p.m uh yeah we're gonna do all of our normal news stuff and then we'll be talking about checkpoint radio uh so uh kalo i think you've also got some uh, some news as well
5: I do. I do have some news, guys. Uh, now, I, I'm actually still been really busy this past week and the next maybe like week and a half. But as of January, like the first, he's I making have, a gay Terminator <laughs> I'm making a gay Terminator. It's uh, not as hard as you think it is. Basically, you just take a, a, a toaster and strap it to a scalia. And that's about as good as and you can we're, can. There. Yeah, okay. we're there. Yeah, we're there. Uh, I have resigned from my manager position at, uh, at the Levi's outlet that I work at.
2: Dun, dun, dun. Oh, snap. Wait. Which so-
5: means from now on, I have every single Sunday off.
2: <gasps> so now, now
0: we're stuck with them.
2: What are you now gonna do- you're
5: stuck with me. Oh. That's right.
0: Great. I was going to ask him what he was going to do with his spare time, but.
5: Every fucking week. I ain't going nowhere now. But on top of that, I also now get to dictate what my retail schedule is. I'm going to stay there as part time, just just to make sure I have you know the the the, the extra cash and whatnot. But you know I've, I've managed to come into some uh, a bit more of a financial stability. Um, so. Being able to dictate my own schedule, you guys are now, starting in February, going to see a more consistent and uh, a more dedicated stream effort here at LimitBreakRadio.com.
2: There. Well, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, and, of course, uh, Kahlo being involved with Checkpoint Radio as well. Mm-hmm. So you can hear him on that as well as uh, Final Encountercast as normal, as per normal. You know, the chat's not as excited about this as I thought they would be. No, they're they're not Most really they're- already know they're not really lighting up they're not really responding that much here
5: shut up guys <laughs> everyone in this room
2: was frowning the whole time too <laughs> uh, also so uh, as long as we're talking about employment uh, so just about a year ago uh, I had shared with you guys the uh, story of how I had uh, uh, just very abruptly uh, lost my job uh, my main job and uh, had, had really you know lost a, a good chunk of uh, my income and uh so i just kind of wanted to give you guys an update and uh share with you where that is now uh i am just like a, a hair under full time at this point like uh i'm logging a ton of hours at uh so job number two uh, what ended up happening, the radio station that I worked for flipped formats, uh, became a throwback hip hop and R&B station, and they started giving me a ton of hours. So it didn't matter that I had gotten laid off from job number one job. Number two stepped in and increased my hours and, you know, uh, fully supplemented my income. And that's where I'm at now. Uh, the thing is that my work day starts at 5 30 in the morning which is bullshit that sucks <laughs> dude that is a bullshit hour i don't know if you guys are familiar with 5 30 in the morning no what's I that like i go
5: to bed sometimes
2: yeah yeah but it's usually just through the window and i'm half asleep there's no one no bed? one no one is out there no one not a single person. You, you I, there, I, I can't remember what stand-up comedian had said this joke, but he was like, you know, <laughs> driving driving at five thirty. You'll drive past the guy who's still programming the Matrix. <laughs> you know, like that's that's what kind of bullshit. Uh, uh, 5 30 in the morning it is and so uh, I, my my internal clock has been adjusted my I, I i people who know me well have known uh how i struggle with sleep and uh so this has been a pretty big adjustment and it has really impacted my ability to like focus on and dedicate and play games like it really it's been a lot tougher than I even ever had imagined that it would be. I knew it was going to be tough. Like, I'm a night owl. I'm used to going to bed at 4.15 as opposed to, you know, being awake at 4.15, having to be up at 4.15. That's a weird, weird adjustment.
0: Yeah, you start getting to be about 8, 9 o'clock, and you're like, oh, it's bedtime. It's bedtime. Yeah. yeah.
2: And and so I haven't really found a way to fit streaming into my day very well and so that's that's an adjustment that i'm going through plus the added responsibilities of the production surrounding checkpoint radio that has all kind of happened all at once and so if you guys have missed me at all on the twitch stream uh uh, you know i do apologize i wish that i could be streaming more i'd love to be playing more games Period. Ugh. I'm like struggling to get through Pokemon Platinum right now. You know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't. Wait, be... wait, wait.
5: What? Sun, sun and moon. No, 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 no.
2: The It's not. It's still not bankable yet.
5: Oh, my God. What century are you from, Monero? <laughs> well, I, I look, I'm not.
2: I refuse to play through a Pokemon game without Kabuto. So you can go <laughs> suck the underside of my nuts. That is
0: so weird that that is, that is your hill. That's,
2: that's my hill. And, it's, and and I've done it every single time I've done it <laughs> don't you dare question me anyway so uh, that's just what's been going on with me in my personal life
5: uh, I hate and- this
0: you guys have all this exciting work news and change and got nothing I want work. I was going to say what have you been up news. to Australia? working all the time that's it and I hate it and I hate this job and I hope but, my boss but, is listening to this and he fires me I can but, only pray but change is coming soon right Uh, maybe possibly fingers crossed maybe uh, i don't know maybe might, might have an interview this week maybe something possibly. maybe
2: something will pan out with uh with checkpoint you never know i mean like we're this again with checkpoint radio this is a big deal for us because this is mm-hmm. and this is a fully polished ready to go like radio show yep. this is like this isn't like this is a big boy show
0: it is i'm so excited for people to hear this cuz it sounds so good and it's and i think like it, i think
2: Of course, fans of Limit Break Radio, I think, will be able to appreciate it because it's our production style, it's our personalities, they're there. And, and it's a little bit more... Yeah, it's like grown up a little bit. Um, and I think Final Encountercast fans will... You know, they'll hear a lot of very similar content. You know, a lot of the discussions that we have on Final Encountercast cast uh, end up making their way to Checkpoint Radio, yep. but they happen in a little bit more of a focused way. Because we've only got like 12 minutes to be able to try to have that conversation. Right. And so we're going back and forth like... I, I, especially on Limit Break Radio, finally countercast, we have the freedom to be able to have really in-depth discussions and like get you guys on the phone and have like really long conversations with you guys and, and everything like that. Um, This is a little bit different. This has to be a lot more tightly focused because we're trying to cram a discussion that we had maybe in like 45 minutes. Down to 12. Into 12. It's crazy. Some of our segments are eight minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, So it's, it's been an interesting adjustment, but I think it's also been, A really cool learning experience So we're really excited to be able to share that with you guys Today on Final Encountercast and we want to Encourage all of you to uh, head On over there twitch.tv Final Encountercast that's at 5pm Today Uh, we're going to be Going through the demo and uh, If you want to sound off on it uh, That would be awesome so uh, Going to our phone lines real quick before We get into FF14 news We've actually got Cass joining us who wants To talk about my supposed Death what's going on Cass (laughs) hey hi <sighs> thanks for the i just
5: picture. want to let you know okay that yeah. i wrote that thing and actually put it on my facebook
2: yeah
6: and not a single fucking person gave a shit
2: good good that is so your right. point exactly.
6: nobody gives a fuck about the death
2: not nah, no nobody no no one cares about it no one genuinely cares they only people only write that shit to make themselves feel better it's, it's like it's like a group grieving process. But I don't understand why this has to play out on Facebook, because to me, that comes off as incredibly callous and self-serving. That's just me. That's my opinion about it. So uh, that was one of the discussions we had uh, last week over on FEC. But uh, Cass, thank you for the lovely obituary.
5: Oh, I put a lot of love into it.
0: Yeah, we noticed that I could tell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was calling you a hardcore raider. I wanted somebody from like Reddit to see that, but I didn't about it. It, it was close. I mean, I, it, you know, I think uh, I think most people, most people who've listened to the show, like would have read that and gone, "Yeah, right." Like it was pretty obvious that it was a troll. So, how
0: amazing would it have been? Well, not amazing, but like after that discussion. If you had actually died and we had to Find some way to present that like Like what would we have even done no one would Believe it but see that was if you would
2: have Died I would have ran that everywhere
6: I could I would have posted it everywhere
2: That was my joke is like Man I feel like I should commit suicide right Now just to (laughs) fuck with people I'm not like sad or depressed or Anything but it just it Would be a great troll like It's a good opportunity to troll Everyone oh yeah it's just it's the last Troll that you get to do
0: we're answering Questions from the police. They're just like, <laughs> how, how? Why? Why do you think he did it? Like, was was he sad?
1: No. Fucking F L A M E L O R D Cal O Landis.
2: Uh oh th- thank you, Isaac Newton. Uh I dude, Isaac th- Newton listens to our, our stuff. I guess so. That's Isaac cool Newton forty one. That's wow. what's up. Uh anyway, cast uh, happy holidays, uh, a belated happy holidays. Uh, thanks uh for, for for the obituary. Hey, the rest of us look forward to our obituaries. And uh and 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 also uh for the donations. Those were fun, man. So uh thanks, man.
1: No problem. Thanks.
2: Uh, If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com, slash Discord. Kuki is standing by to uh, get you connected to the show. And uh, again, thank you, Kuki, and welcome back, because apparently that bothers Kahlo a whole bunch. All right, so. So let's say it every episode. Exactly. Let's uh, check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a Limit Breaking News Update. All right. So uh, this week saw the release of uh, the patch 3.5 Far Edge of Fate trailer. We'll get into that in uh, just a few minutes. We'll break that down in excruciating detail, like we like to do in just a few minutes. But uh, in terms of uh, in terms of new news, I got I want to point you guys over to the Gamer Escape Lorecast. Episode that happened uh, just after Tokyo Fan Mm. Fest, Uh, they got to sit down with Koji Fox and have a really nice interview. You can read that over at GamerEscape.com. They've also got uh, an audio uh, recording of the interview that they shared on their uh, Lorecast podcast, Um, and it was pretty cool. Like I've got to say, an interesting discussion with uh, with uh, Koji Fox. Mostly concerning uh, the production of the lore yeah, book. I would say they didn't get to actually to talk about very much lore in no, this No, not a cast. ton. Not a ton. But, I mean, the lore book is a really big deal. Yes. Um and Koji talks a lot about the production of it and uh, uh you know the perspective that it's written in, which is all kind of you know really important to uh you know understanding where the lore book comes from. And like I, what I think is is super cool is that like they took the perspective of like having it happen, it, having an in-game narrative like having an in-game voice instead of this like third person omniscient like i know everything and i'm dictating it to you it's someone instead uh, written from the perspective of someone who lives in eorzea right and who's sharing stories who's a scholar and sharing stories uh in this text and that's not that dissimilar to the way that we've produced limit break radio for years
5: and i mean I have- one of the things from the interview that I really like, and this actually adds on to uh, when we are at FanFest, they mentioned that nowhere on there is there any kind of like Square Enix logo or any type of like, you know, thing like that would exi- that would exist in the real world. They wanted it to be like a tome. And so going along with that, even though Koji Fox wrote it, it doesn't say by Koji Fox. It's by, like Aniro said, an actual person that exists within Eorzea.
2: Right, yeah. And I think that that's probably one of the most fun and interesting aspects of the... You know of the lore book, and you know they get really deep into that in the uh, lore cast interview. Um, there was a little bit of like talk of 1.0 and some dangling pr- plot threads that exist there. And what's interesting is that it sounds like some of those have been set aside for 5.0. I mean, like they like we we may actually get some resolution to plot points that at least I don't
0: expect. I I don't expect at all to be. Uh, Resolved? Resolved, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I guess it makes sense from the stance, like, we know 5.0 is probably going to be Garlemald, and 1.0 was very heavily Garlemald. That is true. It would make sense that that would be the time to resolve that, but Wow four expansions later effectively yeah yeah to to
2: sort of like realize that vision because you're right you know the 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 empire was sort of like the antagonist of 1.0 if not directly you know most people were like yeah okay we 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 saw the beast tribe stuff we we had at least two of the primals but like yeah there was all of this Uh, all of this stuff surrounding the Garlean Empire that was pretty much left unresolved in all of their machinations and what exactly they were doing at that time. Um, So interesting to note that we're going to go back and get some payoff possibly on some of these, you know, long term dangling plot threads. And the other thing that he mentioned that was really interesting is that he's like, dude, we've been hiring people that are fans of the game that have been players, uh, you know, and and have an attachment to a certain character from one Point zero, or have an attachment to a certain plot thread from 1.0 so that there there are people in the room that are sort of fighting for these things.
0: Yeah, well, I mean that's something that Blizzard has done now for a while with uh, World of Warcraft is they've hired people who were big in the community and that has gone a long way. Uh, hire us. <laughs> oh. Sorry, that'll be the day. <laughs> that that'll never never ever ever
2: happen. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't think I would be very good for the development process because I'd be like, "Yeah, that's stupid. That's dumb." <laughs> I don't Yoshi's have anything
5: like, oh, to- what do you think we should do with this killer?
2: Make it make it like Eleven. That's what that is. apparently that's what everyone thinks that my only suggestion is ever is just make it more like Eleven. Hey,
0: Yoshi approaches you. What do you think we should do? You just give him Tanaka's phone number. Like talk to that guy.
5: Talk to that guy. Oh, also kill the Sultana and everyone else. She she's not even relevant right now. It doesn't matter. You go back and you do it right this time. (laughs) More more
0: Game of Thrones. Do you think of them resolving plot threads from 1.0? Like for like a lot of people did not play 1.0. So how do you resolve those plot threads and still have it, you know, have meaning for people who didn't play? I don't know 1. that 0. it's,
2: well, I don't know that it's necessarily, because some of them have just sort of been shoehorn uh, resolved, like the uh, Travanché. Uh, the horn? Uh, yeah, and the horn of uh, whatever the yeah, hell that and, was well used if, in And, and if Alexander.
5: you're not a 1.0 player, like, you don't necessarily have to have all of that backstory to get it. Like, you just go, oh, okay, I'm a Guffin. Whereas if you are a 1.0 player, like uh, Nero said when we first found out about that thing, he's like, that was like a cool little thing to finally have an answer to that question. Right. Even if
0: it is shoehorned, it's at least it's it's better than just nothing. But
2: I I think what Koji was talking about was some of the bigger payoffs, some of the bigger, you know, like there were there were entire. Uh, you know, like battle scenarios that they had mapped out for 1.0 that were never realized, and they had to scrap it in favor of Dalamud So I think we're talking about things like that. Oh, uh, you know that that like some of the he he uh, Koji even specifically referenced like there's a boss that i wish we we had been able to do that we just weren't able to do that i'm like oh well that is kind of an interesting that's an that, I, i'd like to see that especially as a 1.0 player to to see a little bit more of that payoff to be like oh that's where this was going Shit, interesting that's kind of cool
0: okay so yeah it, it, it'll be recontextualized for us like in a different way but like you'll be able to look at it as a 1.0 player and say like oh this is what this would have meant for me yeah kind of yeah okay
2: yeah and that's Nate. It's interesting. You guys should definitely check it out. That's again the Lorecast uh, episode over at Gamer Escape. And then there is this. I mean, we've we've got uh, you know some uh, some previews over at the Lodestone to check out here in just a second. But uh, we've also got this. I thought this was really funny. Oh yeah. Did, did anyone else watch this clip of uh, Yoshi P getting kind of pissed, being alone, pissed off, and embarrassed <laughs> that he was dancing alone on on a server. Oh. oh it was kind it's of cr- so cringy it is. <laughs> it's hard to watch so basically what happened was on i think it was on new year's new year's it was yep. it was new year's eve wasn't it yeah it was a new year's eve content yeah. stream so they had the producers of uh, of course yoshi p for 14 uh dragon quest 10 uh pso2 and uh, i i think it was just those three i think those three Yeah, but there were four people on stage i don't know what that was about. there's
5: probably some of like host a host or, or an maybe. mc yeah
2: maybe uh so anyway they there was there was some kind of i guess competition to see who could have the most people dancing around them as they counted down for new year's eve yeah and what happened was (laughs) that i guess i guess like they had tweeted out or like sent out or said that all three of those by the way yeah that that they would be on chocobo server and the character that they had logged in was on Ifrit, Ifrit server. Yeah. And they made it they made it even worse by choosing the gate outside Linos- Linosia to
0: yeah, they didn't pick a hub area.
2: No. They didn't pick any of the cities. They picked out just outside the, in in the field. In the goddamn field. Yeah and then no one showed up and no one was there. no one showed up and i mean like some people were like yoshi p raged out like he was def- like i think he like played up the frustration sort of like i do like on the show like i yeah. definitely play up he pulled in a nero i think a little bit yeah yeah but it was definitely someone on the community team definitely screwed that up
0: yeah uh pso2 had more people show up than final fantasy 14 something has gone wrong yeah now, my thought is someone on the PSO2 team tweeted out the wrong server and sabotaged it. This was a, this was an inside job. Really? This a there's failing MMO, guys. Failing although, MMO. although, you know what? Just last week, Aniro, you were giving Nika all kinds of hell, saying that there's no way the team could tweet out something so incredibly <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and I'm starting to agree with her now. I think maybe there is just a level of incompetence here. Oh
2: my god. Um, you know, yeah, you guys are making me look awfully,
0: <laughs> awfully stupid. <laughs> Uh,
5: oh, you you you, you, t- the you one's doing that
0: to you. You t- no, it was the classic blunder. You gave SE too much credit. I again, may, I might have. You just keep doing it, man. I might have. <sighs> uh, no, but again,
2: Nika, Nika's out of her goddamn mind if she thinks that like they issue a tweet and they also issue the wrong number of jobs And <laughs> it. Like you're out of your fucking mind. Like that's that's. That's an epic fail. <laughs> that's that's such an epic fail. You're or right, it is an epic fail. Like tweeting out the wrong server. Or it's an epic troll. One Ooh. of the two. I don't know. I mean, that's that's the only point that I'm willing to give her any kind of credit on. Uh, all right, so uh, we've got a couple of previews that uh, landed this week, uh, especially for this one for uh, Dune Yes, it looks uh, particularly cool. Finally, uh, we get some uh, we get some payoff here. Uh, so in the, the let's see, the ancient tome recovered by Captain Redilia of the Talons tells of the floating refuge. The <laughs> A uh, an island created by the Makai sorcerers to provide safe haven from the calamitous floodwaters. With the, the disaster that befell the Void Ark, however, the island's intended residence never arrived. Catesith is convinced that Diabolos has uh, instead claimed this refuge as his own, transforming what would be a, uh, what was to be a bastion of hope into a void-sent nest of shadowy nightmare. He's images look so cool they really do and is that like what is that thing that looks like it's broken open right as like you're walking in is that sort it looks of the, like some
0: that, sort of monolith that just got like cracked in two is
2: that the coffin that got sent into the void that uh-huh. diabolo sent into the void that kind of is, is i mean it like looks like the right size but in the in the top uh you know the top um the upper image uh, Yeah the upper image There you go Yeah It, it doesn't It, it doesn't it looks like quite a building look like right. cracked into yeah. yeah Or a tower or something I dig the design it's a, it's a little bit like Alice in
0: Wonderland Reminds
5: me of Halloween Town
0: Yeah Okay yeah. alright I'll accept either one of those It looks like It kind of makes you think of Ultimesia's castle in 8 too
5: <laughs> Delta Prime says oh, I like dudescape It's easy to pronounce <laughs> you,
0: you know what That's fair that is fair. This, this whole patch has been a little hard, to, or the whole cycle has been a little hard to pronounce.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I would, unless they, you know, like we actually get to the cutscenes and then they pronounce it Dunskeuth yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. Like, and yeah. then yeah. you're just like, yeah, you're it's just really really, now you're trying. God damn it. Uh, all right. And we also get a preview of some of the armor that's going to be coming out of there. And I got to say, just all of all of this raids all, all
5: the same stuff
0: it's so bad every single yeah. time it's so bad i think the the color palette is really off for me on this what one it's, the it's, guy it's, in the far the left land. yeah he looks so he looks Don't really green see i'm not yeah. i'm really not into it yeah i mean not that i ever really dig the the 24 man raid gear very much but this one's bad. Yeah. I, I mean, and it's been bad since Void Arc. Like, Void, Void
2: Arc, uh, uh Weeping City, and Dunescape are all incredibly disappointing gear. I don't know yeah, any. I don't. True. I can't think of a single
0: person that glamors that gear. No, no. No. I've seen people, like, use, like, the pants for things because they're just dark. I've never
5: even used pieces of it, and I try to use different pieces from a different set every single time I glamour.
0: What like what is with the, the guy on the uh on the right and his weird like pauldron the, thing sticking it, out it, here? The, what is
2: it's this? It's like a it's like a spike collar. Yeah. What is that? That is the most impractical like here, let me mount some like beast jaws to either side of my <laughs> head. I'm sure that's not <clears> poking <throat> into you as uh, you're running through and casting spells. Beastmaster confirmed? Beastmaster not
0: confirmed. Damn it! No, I'm so hopeful. Uh, you're not gonna. Uh, I,
2: you know do what? You know, I
5: hope we get a Beastmaster with no fucking pet. <laughs> <That'll> <laughs> oh my gosh you.
0: that'd be mad. You know, I'm gonna tell you the only person who wants Beastmaster more than me is Juxta, and he only wants it so I won't be Red Mage in the next expansion. That's fair.
5: <laughs> uh, that's fair. That's fair.
2: Uh we also got a side story quest preview. Uh Inspector's Log, the future of House Manderville, is in peril. Oh no. Gigi, Apple of My Eye, beloved son, has run away with the Grand Sirs? Is that Bears. Sirs? Bears, Sirs? I think Sirs? It is, yeah. Okay. Uh those elderly scoundrels. Glad, though, I was to see him uh, regain his lost memories. His sudden revelations led him to pursue a most dangerous path. Overcome with grief for his deceased creator, he now seeks to harness his phenomenal power uh, that he might return the dead to life. Yet I know full well that uh, he will not find solace in the dark arts. And so it falls to me. Zombie brand, devourer of brains, undead overlord extraordinaire. Ahem. former undead overlord, uh, to return my dear boy to the straight and narrow.
0: This has been the weirdest little storyline, and when I an emphasis on little here, because there's not much of it. There really isn't. It's it's I don't very care. strange. I can't care about this part. Super odd. Super, super odd. Uh well, I'm, I'm happy to see Vivi, I guess, but I'm I'm sorry, Gigi Yeah.
2: Right. Uh, Also, we've got uh, St. St. Endelum
0: Scholasticate. Man, try saying that 10 times fast. It really is. That's a tough one. St. Endelum Scholasticate. I I can't even say it twice. Like, seriously.
5: I could do it, but I don't want to.
0: (laughs) Nailed it. Uh, with every mystery solved it seems another greater than the last springs up to take its place tensions are running at an all-time high at the scholasticate as rage and desperation take hold of the student body who are altogether too eager to pin the blame for their misfortune on one unlucky individual who some might say is just getting what he deserves while some fight to defend the innocent others move to take justice into their own hands and once again you and inspector briardian find yourselves in a race against time to uncover the true culprit responsible for the chaos that ensues uh, well, there you go. I, I don't. This needed to be one big story, didn't it?
5: Yeah. Right. I thought that they had merged the two together because I hated this guy when he was with Hildebrand, and now he's off on his own. I'm not doing these quests,
2: dude. It really is obnoxious. Uh, I'm. I'm not. I'm definitely not a fan uh, of uh, uh, of the Scholastic. I mean, I liked. I don't know. Like, I wanted to like it, but at the same time, like, I'm just so not plugged in dude okay where's the facebook messages coming from who's getting that someone someone has their facebook sounds up and it's not me facebook i don't even have i don't even have a tab open for facebook so
5: me either i
0: okay it's got to be somewhere i I had one up but maybe that was on this computer though Mm. all right I, I, i closed it to see if it's fine now that was weird yeah that was getting annoying yeah right uh
2: sorry about the stream drop also by the way uh comcast is being weird so oh good yay uh anyway so uh yeah I, saint As- saint Endolums Endolums scholasticate <laughs> there we go i swear koji just screws with us i know right it's it's just meant to fuck with you on purpose
5: oh the current uh winter event the holiday event did not does not disappoint by the way really the 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 whole like black cock thing (laughs) yeah oh uh oh i've seen some really good screenshots
0: koji uh koji would be
2: proud
5: oh oh yes oh yes
2: so we also got uh, the 3.5 Far Edge of Fate trailer. Yes. Which, uh, by the way, hopefully if our uh, if we don't get Comcast again, we'll we want to take your calls, your reactions to the trailer. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 dot com slash discord. Uh, so let me go ahead and uh, bring up the trailer right here. Oh wow, that's in a weird. Uh,
1: there
2: we go. That's that's a little bit better. All right, so uh, I've got it on screen. So uh, why don't we uh, why don't we check out the the trailer?
4: Omega, that Hulk has been gathering dust beneath the plains of Carter since the Alagans breathed the last, and none alive
7: knows how to wake it.
0: yeah that i mean that was uh, that very subtle was which grin. it was uh the garlean guy right wait, yeah it was uh was it the emperor or uh no 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 I, I the mean, guy who's been who was in uh, crystal tower what's his face nero nero thank you nero? Was nero
5: wasn't that nero I, No, th- no that the definitely has, like, the hood on no that's probably gonna be a new dude
0: well we've
2: all right let's go back here all right here we go this that guy right oh, here him?
0: i don't know who that is
2: no, that's... Okay, that is um, the new guy. That's the, Oh, that Xenos? Uh, yeah, that's Xenos right oh, there. What uh, a badass. Yeah. I was like... Because I was like, okay, this is the first time that we're seeing him in the actual
0: game. Because I don't think we've, we've met him. Looks like Dark Knight meets Anakin Skywalker.
5: I was going to say, so is this the point where he gives us the samurai job?
0: <laughs> Whoa. Uh oh, it's funny because Nika's not here to cry. <laughs> yeah, no, who's that? That I think is Zenos in the oh. that's inside the armor. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm so excited for this fight. I usually enjoy their stationary fights when they do them, like cause they usually do them fairly well. I love this dude and just knocking platforms away, uh, and kind of like how he like lifts himself up to yeah. attack again, like right, right. Thematically, this guy looks so cool. He doesn't look like a demon though. I don't when I look at him, I don't get demon as the impression. No,
5: it's very reminiscent too of the, what was it the the A nine fight in Alexander with the big junk thing
0: yes the the, the one the, the one who builds himself yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah the the one in the center and then you've got the different platforms yeah it is a little bit reminiscent of that although i think the animation is uh is a little bit better oh um, much better yeah yeah and, I'm, and i think that you'll also have a fall-off mechanic as opposed to just an insta-death mechanic with the lava um so uh, yeah i i just I, I i do like the idea but i'm kind of with you Kahlo, that it recycles a couple of concepts here
5: Mm -hmm. Uh, What I like better about this one, though, and and this actually goes for for both the the last two uh, triad fights, too, is at least in the scenes it shows here, I feel like we can see him a lot more. I mean, massive bosses are cool, but I feel like it's a waste when all you can see is like from, you know, their torso down.
0: Well, But it kind of worked with Sephiroth Because you did fight him as like the smaller Regular version and then he grew into that Massive thing that you fought for the rest of the fight
2: Yeah Yeah. and he stayed there too Like a lot of times especially with The uh, you know with the primals You know they get really big and then they do Their two hour and then they disappear sort of like Alexander did they've used that A couple of times and that started to get a Little bit repetitive and the fact that they kept it With Sephiroth they kept them that big I thought was a really kind of cool and unique thing But it doesn't look like we get that here we just get new we just get more of Zervan you know what I mean yeah, like you just do
5: you think in the second half or, or I assume the second half when he kind of like comes out like and you can see more of his body you think he's still going to stay stationary there oh you think he will start moving halfway through I think that would be cooler I don't know hmm. I'm, I'm could not be. I, I mean because
2: yeah you would think like once the platform breaks away he's actually got some mobility there but then
5: where are you fighting from I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I, you know, I'm also, the other, the other. I have a little bit of beef with this because this is the, the, the second time that they've done this. You know, I was, when they did it with Sephiroth where, you know, they showed the fight and they showed him coming up. I felt like, oh, that kind of ruins the surprise, right? And then they're doing it again with this guy. Like, I feel like sometimes I wish they would save some of those moments for us to discover naturally on our own.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, let's keep looking at the... Okay, so there is, like, it, like, leaves one platform, and it seems like that's gonna be the only platform that's left for the the remainder
0: of the battle. Well, I wonder if, at some point, we're gonna, like, move to a different area to fight, almost. Like, maybe once he breaks out of there, we go to a different platform to fight on, or something like that, because, or, like, it would be interesting to have to fight him in a really tiny spot like that, but...
2: Yeah, I think I think that's
0: actually a little bit
2: more of an interesting mechanic. How you would then have to, you know, use the limited space that you're given. Stack mechanics going to be super important in this yeah. one. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And spread too. I mean, spread. You're just going to have to be very conscious of how you spread.
5: Now there's only there's only three members of the warring triad, right? Like he's the last one. Uh,
2: yeah. Tr- try Triad. Okay. Triad.
5: So. Do you feel like we've really had much of a story so far? Like, where is it supposed to go after this?
2: I mean, it really like it's the only place where the Garlians are connected to the uh, to to the storyline right now at all. Huh? I think that it, it we're gonna get an idea of what the Garlian Mechanations are, like what what they're trying to do right now. Um, you know, with with Xeno's kind of like coming onto the scene. And it seems like he may do some kind of usurping of some kind, right? Right. Um, I think that that throws all of that into chaos. And I mean, I, I'm sort of I'm sort of thinking that Xenos may use what the Emperor has been doing up in Oz's law as a way to prove that he has lost his effectiveness as a leader.
0: Yeah. You can definitely see him dropping something like uh your obsession with the triad up in Oz's law brought us nothing. You know, right, something like that. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. So that's, that's at least my expectation. Okay. Yeah. Cause outside of that, it's just been Una Unikal high and whatever he's, whatever meaning he has we don't know yet
2: yeah we don't we don't really know although ethos's theories that he gave on those when we had him on a couple episodes ago um i think he was definitely onto something there so uh all right let's continue on in the story
1: (laughs)
0: Alright, Beast Tribe quest. Hmm. I did forget that we we're gonna get
2: like an end cap finale. to that though, yeah. 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 Uh
5: you know, I thought that that through 3.x that the beast tribes got steadily better, minus the Mughals. So basically the Vanu and the nap.
2: I mean, I um, actually I actually did this round of Beast Tribe quests. And what was your thoughts on them? Like overall. Was it worth doing? <sighs> I mean, I didn't do them all. I definitely, like, I, d- I did them for when it was, like, really necessary for, what was it? The anima weapon?
0: Right, anima step, yeah. Yeah.
2: After that, I, I, pretty che- I checked out pretty hard.
5: I thought the nath was really cool uh i didn't finish the moogle one the vanu i thought the way they executed it was nice but this whole idea of like dance battling was stupid and and to see that playing more of a role in this preview than anything else kind of makes me seem like yeah they really yeah, dropped
0: the ball there, there was a lot of dancing going on in there now don't get me wrong one of those was the monkey and that's awesome <laughs> but from from like johnny bravo yeah no, i was straight like do the monkey with me like I, that that was awesome what,
5: what, wasn't that just part of the the manderville
0: Oh, I hope it wasn't them just doing part of the Mandeville. That's sort of what I thought, but yeah, I don't know. If 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 they are doing the monkey, they would be... I'd be
2: okay with that. I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh, Alright, let's keep going. <laughs> nice. Alright,
0: here we, we, we go. go. Hilda, yeah. Hilda, Brand. Hilda Brand. Now, what's very interesting about this is this isn't a preview. This is the whole thing. They're just showing it <laughs> to you now. <laughs> I thought that was a gutsy call on their part.
2: Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I don't know where... Now, who the f- who are yeah, the- who was that? Who was that? That's uh, what I'm curious about. Can can you go back a little bit and yeah, try can, and can, catch him, I, him I, there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can back it up here. It's, it's, yeah, who are, who 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 are
0: these people? There's like three of them, and
2: Is they that- look like they're ready to fuck
0: Hildebrand up. Yeah, well, I mean he's immortal though. He's a primal. What do you what are you gonna do? I don't know, like, um... Is, is that someone we've seen before on the Hildebrand line? I don't think so. I don't think it
2: is.
5: <laughs> Everyone's just saying the old people.
0: Oh, the old people. Oh, the, oh, are those the Sares who stole away... Uh, they're the ones who took Vivi away. Oh. Okay. okay. That's who that is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I you That's right. Shows you how
2: many, how many of these quests I've done. So I've done them and I didn't remember that
5: shame you well, you know what Escalio, let me ask you this then with the way that the hildebrand crest have sort of been uh handled in 3.x i mean you know for a while we didn't actually think we were going to get any despite uh-huh. uh at the end of uh 2.x i'm saying hildebrand will return do you think he's gonna make some type of return in 4.x
0: oh god do i want him to or will he <sighs> Both Uh, I don't want him to But yes absolutely he will
5: Why don't you want him to I mean I I feel like Again it wasn't handled very well In 3.x But that might have been Because they felt like Oh I guess people like him Maybe Yeah maybe we should and that kind of contributed to it being a dud. If
0: Hildebrand was one of the things that they talked about where they cut back because of budget like, and now that's one of the things that would actually get the attention that it's supposed to get this time around, then I'm all for them bringing Hildebrand back and doing it right. But if if Hildebrand 4.x is going to be similar to 3.x and not at all like 2.x, then no, just, just, just let it go. It's, it's not, it's not great. Like I really do feel like they wanted to do St. Endelum Scholasticate all through 3.x. They wanted that to be the major thing and people were like, wait, no, where the hell's Hildebrand? And they're like, Oh, Maybe we misread the situation on that one.
2: Yeah, I
5: think, it, you know, that's, well, I think... no trials, no trials. No.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's, that's no. kind of, that was, that's kind of the big thing for me is that there was no, there were no
0: battle aspects to it. And because of that, there's no payoff on
2: anything. Yeah, exactly. It really feels like there's nothing has stakes. Like you're just being treated to a set of cutscenes.
0: Yeah. It, uh, it feels like you're watching a movie. That's all these really are. You might fight like, like fighting one enemy. And like in this game, fighting trash is nothing. That is not a even an ask of of your player. Yeah. That is just kind of like like that is the equivalent of blinking at the movies.
2: I mean, even fighting like like a character model that is big, you know, like that doesn't even have no the same cause you know it's still just
0: trash. You know that it's like tuned to be like sure. not not a challenge. Well and even like uh when you fought um Ultros and uh Funga you had to like you had to learn the mechanics on that fight. I I lost my first couple attempts on that fight.
2: Right, but I mean that's an eight. That was also an eight person battle too. I mean that that also had to be tuned like any other primal fight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so you know that that there's a little bit more in terms of development that goes on for that.
0: And I could definitely see them arguing like, hey, you know what? We didn't have the budget in 3.x to do Hildebrand properly. Now we do, and we're going to put more into it. Hildebrand will be better in 4.x. Yeah, then go for it.
5: You know, let's be honest. Se put Hildebrand into this expansion just so that Juxta could have lost that bet that he had with a Nero. That's the only reason they did it.
0: Oh, I love the idea that Se just spites people on this show. But <laughs> that that's like what they have to do with their time. Oh, yeah, well... Maybe
2: I, They
5: gave it to a bunch of interns Like alright just go write a Hildebrand story or something We'll shoehorn it in they,
0: they have one intern who works there And they're like okay your job is to listen to Lone Break Radio And they're like cool do you want notes on it And he just says no just find out what would make them mad And give me that That'd be fair I'd be yep. okay with that Yeah me too uh, Alright let's keep going It's really what happened to Pops <laughs> Oh my god
2: These new hairstyles. Can they add a hairstyle that I could be into, please? That what would hairstyle would you once? be into. I don't know. Just once. All right. So we got some new gear here, and this is oh, yeah. this is the new gear set that everyone's kind of been losing their shit about.
5: That sweet gas mask looking one. I dig that. I wish I was a caster.
2: It is that the gas mask is pretty cool. Like, okay, so. Uh, people have been saying that this is uh, of course very influenced by Metal Gear Solid which I definitely yeah. see it I see it for sure um, I, outside of the fact that it's influenced by Metal Gear Solid uh, I think that there's some genuinely cool glamour pieces in here
5: like pieces I d- yeah I'll give you that but like overall sets, uh,
2: yeah not not in terms of an overall set but i'm like I, i'm i'm gonna say glamour pieces yeah for
0: sure there's some really cool stuff in here i dig the set on the far right i like that one no yeah
5: no it's ba- it basically looks like a reskinned or repurposed sky pirates gear
2: the one the one that has the dude's jacket tied around his waist what that's what that is the The one on the far right his jackets like tied around it, his waist i
0: think his coat just flares out at the waist
2: no that look at the sleeves dude that's like two tied sleeves are um, you the, sure the
5: gas mask one is
2: cool the other one are you is- blind i A mean bit. are we looking at the same thing here look at that look, look right at his crotch look oh. right at his fucking crotch
0: Oh, I thought that was just the top of his breeches. No, look no, at those him. are sleeves.
2: <laughs> those are fucking oh, sleeves. Man.
0: He's, dude, he's got that shit just fucking tied around his waist. Now, is our guy uh uh second from the left there. Are those big knee pads or are, is he rocking short shorts there? What's going on here? Uh those are definitely knee pads. Okay, good.
2: I'm sitting at a shorts. distance here. <clears throat> uh yeah clearly
5: uh like a french revolutionary infantryman to me
2: i kind of i i don't know like the only piece of gear that i can't automatically identify what the fuck is going on with it is basically the tank helm i yeah i need to get a side view of it like that could be cool it could be a legit helm I need to get I need to get a better view on it though. Looks like a
0: he's got a big mouth for a face. Yes, yeah,
2: that's yeah. yeah. And we've had a couple of those, like the behemoth helm, and yeah. like and it's sort of I, I mean like it is. I think it's a little bit of a callback to the uh, the hound's helm from Game oh, of sure. Thrones. Okay. <clears throat> and and we've seen a few of those, but I, you know I I, I got to see it from the side. I got to be able because like I don't know what's going on on the top of it there. There's like that little, that spike coming up and i yeah i just i need to know yeah, what it is it's like
0: an Ascar helm with teeth
2: mm, yeah i could see that yeah 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 boy call, oh that was a callback yeah whenever i see the little spike on top that's what i always yeah, think I can of i could see it uh all right so uh jury's jury's a little bit uh, and I, I have to wonder like when you die the the caster gear what that's gonna look like
0: oh yeah Cause
2: I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that if you dye the helm, that it doesn't end up changing the gas mask portion of it. Right.
5: Yes. Yeah. Only changes the gas mask portion.
2: Right, yeah. Digging her raincoat. Ultimate troll. Yeah, the raincoat thing. I'm not I'm not it looks totally. Looks like a into big that. raincoat. It does. I think it I, does. I
0: think I only hate that coat though because it's yellow. That's like, very practical. in another color. I think I would like that. But that like that ugly yellow, that makes me think of like a five year old wearing a raincoat. I agree. I agree uh okay so let's see what else
2: all right so this here we get a be- a slightly better view of i think is this the the, the this Scape is the, gear
5: the the raid gear yeah, yeah. It,
2: okay it is but this looks like a slightly
0: different set from the one that we were looking at yeah this looks different than what we saw in the was the, the other one wasn't concept art. No, that was actual pictures, yeah. right? Yeah. This does look different. It the looks a little bit different. It's nicer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I, hate I, this I'm, as much. I i still I'm not into
2: the color scheme. Yeah. Absolutely. I like the dragoon still. body. The maroon on the maroon is just not Yeah, I could see that. The the Dragoon body is not that bad. It's a little bit more armored. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's a little heavier. Um, I'm not into the tank gear except for the helm. The helm is actually kind of cool.
5: People saying this could be the new dungeon gear.
2: Mm. Oh. But they're in DuneScape, though. I think that that's pretty... Yeah, it's just weird they put them there. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. I'm still definitely not going to be seeking it out, but I don't know. That helmet's not that bad. Helmet's not that bad.
0: What is that?
2: Oh, Oh, and here we get the Squall outfit. Oh
0: boy, has this been tweeted at me this week? Oh my God, a Squall! Did you see? There's a Squall outfit going in. Aren't you excited? You get to cosplay
2: as your favorite Final Fantasy character, Squall. What is it? What is this? Like, where is this coming from? Is this our new veteran reward? What is this? I have to imagine that it is. Yeah. I mean no. all of the other referential shit has come out of the v- Oh my awards. god.
5: You know what? Enix. I am so glad that you hate this so I do. much because I am never taking this off my glamour around you.
0: Oh my god. I am going to trash it. I like, What, you're going to drop it? Yep. I'm Why? dropping this gear Why? cuz fuck this gear oh come on i don't want to see a billion and one little emo fanboys being like look at me i'm squall whatever <laughs> well, you, you do
2: you do realize that just it, 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 like even though you drop it that doesn't mean that every you make everyone else drop it right dude no
0: i but i can't in good conscience be like oh my god take your squall ear off you loser and then be like but i'm gonna keep mine
5: it's you cool. know what i'm gonna make so many macros with quotes from the games
0: oh my god
5: so, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i'm being so whatever. original
0: i answer the question whatever oh man that was great dot Ugh. dot dot whatever i'm gonna hey i'm gonna name my carbuncle griever <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny actually i glamored it black a squall would have liked that uh, god <laughs> i hate this i can't help it
5: Uh, When do we get our Cypher jacket? That's what I want to know. He's
2: so genuinely bothered by it, too. I
5: know. I
0: I can't even tell you why. It's just like it didn't bug me when Zidane's gear got put in the game. uh, Even the FF10 gear doesn't bug me that much. This pisses me off, though.
5: All right. All right. Square Enix, if you actually listen to this game or to this podcast, right, and, and you spite us, wait about two months after Escalia drops that gear, then add a special option to it. You can summon a wyvern.
0: Pack. <laughs> <laughs> in, in perhaps the weirdest, <laughs>
2: yeah, that would jump defin- It would definitely gaming? not fit thematically at all.
0: But that said, it would. It would troll quit. the. You shit. guys are listening. It would and it and troll I the would shit quit. out of them, though. I man. would quit FF14. I yeah. would uninstall. uh yeah, so I'm I'm just I'm surprised that you're not more into it. I mean, come why? On. What you like? What character could they put? Like, if they had a, a glamour in that was exactly solid snake, you would want that glamour. I mean, they they're kind they of, kind of do. they kind of do. Kind of are sort
2: of, but no, I don't know. I I mean, that's the thing. But like having a glamour in the game, like. As soon as we had gotten the cloud glamour, yeah. you didn't see this coming. I did see it coming, and I called it out back then when I said I don't want Final Fantasy VIII included. Ugh. Why did you why did you think that you that fF8 would get an exemption? I just thought because it, it wasn't good enough. Well well, SE doesn't think so. <laughs> FF, like they're like, hey,
0: we're remaking FF7, so here's uh here's cloud. Hey, uh, t- uh 12 remasters happening, 13 sequels coming out, here's lightning. And they do it for all those. It's it, never gonna get a remake or anything like that. Oh my alone. god. I just had a
2: thought. No. I just what? had no, a thought. What? I just had a thought. Don't do this to me. Son of a bitch. No. Mute do-
5: scalia for this, please.
2: Son of a bitch. I just I So we're getting the Return to Evil East raid, right?
5: Uh, uh-huh.
2: Remember how in the Crystal Tower raid we had all of the different gear sets that were based off of the original Final Fantasy? Uh-huh. like you well you had the i'm sorry the uh the first the crystal well, not crystal, fuck what the fuck is is the the dawn stuff the tank gear was like straight out of ff1 it was a straight reference to oh
5: the the, the warrior of light light thank
2: you that's light. what yes that's what i'm that's what i was thinking of so if they're setting it in evil east we could get all of the different ff12 characters gear out of the, the both, return both to evil best
0: the yeah. oh, there you go
2: that's gonna be so ugly well, we can just continue the trend of the Alliance Raid gear complete just being sucking. a complete write off, yeah. Oh man. I'm calling it right now. You
0: think we're gonna get all of the KF twelve characters gear?
2: Vaughn, Pinello, cool. Bosch. They could at least pick cool characters in that right, game. So so we're gonna get Maybe. to see
5: Juxta wearing Franz gear. Excellent. Yeah. That's happening.
2: Yep, that's, that's definitely gonna, gonna that's definitely gonna be a thing.
5: Uh, I'd like to point out when you were mentioning the idea of like Metal Gear Solid looking glamour in my head Anira was still wearing the Odin helm
0: (laughs) I don't like that uh, that that Lalafell has the closest to the accurate Squall hair
5: right that's that's what I thought too (laughs) I'm like the Lalafell looks like the most accurate yeah
0: why does the hero look the least like Squall
5: I think
2: maybe maybe it's the PS1 potato graphics oh maybe that's what it is oh that could be yeah I think you got it I think Squall would look a lot worse If he got new- got new graphics on that game So this is kinda cool We got guy here So we got- we got some glowy- glowy, uh, crafting
0: things
5: The golden weapon
4: I don't- is that a big deal? Dude? Uh,
0: well, uh, you what know crafting is animals. such a huge part of FF14 mm-hmm. that we all mm-hmm. care about and respect mm-hmm. on this show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I tried It's- it's crafting guys, I- Although I like the glowing fishing pole is this their animo weapon or something? I, I don't Craf- know. Crafting item? I don't know. Oh, here, is. here, here we is.
2: get to see the eggy glamours. Here you go, summoners. Here's there the most useless shit on the planet.
5: I am so upset for summoners <laughs> because it took them so long to finally roll this out, and it's just carbuncle.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That
5: is such a fucking insult
0: yeah i and like do you kind of get the feeling that they always try to like play up alfino's carbuncle to make oh. it feel better that they get carbuncle
2: uh I, I i don't know i i still do i think that it's funny that black is not one of the colors that you can change to sort of like nah, 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 nah. you still can't Oh, the black
0: carbuncle would be sweet that would be sweet but you still don't get it so, no uh, what is it red Blue and yellow. Is that I do Emer- Yeah, I think it's just the three that you can get a plushie of. I also don't care. Mm,
2: fair enough. So stupid.
0: Uh, we also see the pizza house here.
5: Oh, how ugly is that? It's
0: hideous.
2: But it's, see, just, it's
5: uh, when I, you listen to this show.
0: No, I was about to say like you say it's ugly, but you know that's what our house is going to look like it's, soon. It's ugly, but it's also hilarious. So <laughs> I don't know. So it's better than the chocobo house for you was. Yeah, that's fair. Oh yeah
2: at least at least it like knows that it's ugly like this is like they didn't even try they didn't even fucking they were like make it as as hideous and ugly just put
0: pieces all over right whereas the chocobo house says oh my god i love chocobos this house says yeah we know who we are
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of that's sort of why i'm okay with it okay it's just it's sort of like it's your own peril it, it's sort of like it's sort of like having a couple of rusted out hulks of cars on the lawn on purpose, where you're just like, this is the vibe that I'm trying to sell. Right. You you bought a rusted out Hulk to put on your lawn. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This you is. You know
5: that if you walk through those doors, you're going to be murdered and raped. This probably is in that order.
2: This is less of a lifestyle and more of a choice. So, Fair enough.
3: It'll help.
0: I dig the paintings. I like that. I
2: guess. I don't know. The fact that they're, it's connected to the uh, vistas, the, 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 what is it, the sightseeing log is terrible. Yeah.
5: Actually, no, that's actually kind of cool. Like, the fact that, I mean, I think they, they should probably be adding more paintings already, but to add something like that to the vista system, it's something that it probably needed when it first came out. So, a little,
1: yeah I
5: don't know I, the idea.
2: I don't know. Uh, here we see uh, the new map for the feast. I like
0: it,
5: which is awesome, by the way.
0: Yeah, I really like it.
5: Uh, very obviously, Gridanian theme, right? Think, like going forward, if this is uh, uh, obviously well received, which I don't see why, why it wouldn't be, that we could see arenas based on uh, Limsa or Uldwa.
0: Well, isn't the the original Wolves Den the Wolves Den is limsim? We need to see the the Gladiator Pit next from Wuldar, right? Yeah.
5: Oh, if they just put us into another like circular Gladiator Pit though, like like what's cool about this is it's not symmetrical for once. Yeah. It just it looks like some new arena that you're just like thrown into. If they just send us to the Gladiator Pit, it's just a fucking pit with sand and stuff that's gonna be so disappointing be yeah cool except we've too-
2: had except we've had the gladiator pit in the game for so long that's that's true that it's like uh, to not have it as a pvp option seems like silly it'd be cool yeah. if they took a chunk out of
0: holitali and that was theirs or something like
2: that i don't know, I don't know uh, it's
5: still just reusing stuff
2: all right let's uh, let's see what else we got here Oh, yeah. We'll get our first look at some of the dungeons here. So all hard mode. So apparently a lot of people sounded off and said that that was uh, designed for an Ochu in one of the Final Fantasy games. Oh. A lot of people. That doesn't look like an Ochu. It doesn't doesn't seem like it, but yeah. Okay, well.
5: Now, now we're, we're usually actually pretty hard on, on the hard mode remakes on this show. It's been a while since I've been into Soul Mall, but this doesn't look like we're retreading our exact same steps.
2: Oh no. No no, I, no. no, 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 no. Soul Mall in the first one we went up to be able to get to see a clouds. This one goes down. Yeah,
0: and okay. so, like so far from what we can see of this one, like they could have named this something else and I don't think anyone would have called bullshit. Like yeah. if they said, "No, this isn't Soul Mall." Everyone would be like,
3: "Oh, all right." Yeah.
5: Yeah. Um, some of the monsters look really, really cool, but I can't but help think that we're just going to be underwhelmed again. Like 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 why are we going back to Soul Mall? What's What's at the bottom of it? Is it really going to be that important?
0: What is underneath the mountain? That's the question.
5: I
2: mean, ultimately, I think when we get to the end, we're going to be disappointed because there's very, uh, it, unless it's attached to an MSQ, there's very few revelations that you get. And then the first time you go through it, you get that revelation and then you have to repeat it every single time you log on after that. And it gets yeah, monotonous. Yeah. I think that's, that's what gets monotonous about it. A lot of people saying that the first boss here looks like Bulbasaur. Lynch.
1: <laughs> oh, it's not the same boss. Oh
0: my god, it does. Yeah, yeah I see. Oh, that. here comes a sandworm. Sandworms. Sandworms. You yeah. need them, right?
2: Also, the chat pointing out that this is 1.0 music. That's, that's where, where I we, heard were,
0: it. Yeah, we were trying to place it. We were watching this before the show and we could not figure out where we knew this music from. Yeah. Lava Scorpion
2: seems kind of cool. I think that that was that. I, I mean, this it might reference something in a Final Fantasy game, but there's also a boss that's kind of like that in uh, Dark Souls as well.
0: Lava Scorpion.
2: Or, yeah. In the first one. I think. Is it? Is it the first one or the third one? I don't, I don't remember. That whole game, all of those games blend together. Yeah, I don't remember. Except for the, the second one, because it's terrible.
0: Yeah, Somal hard mode is the, uh, I think so far, my favorite looking hard mode. Because it like what Callow said, it doesn't just look like a retread of stuff we've done before. It's all new areas and new enemies and stuff like that. Yeah,
2: it definitely does. I, I think that the, the monster design is actually pretty distinguished from a lot of other stuff that yeah. we've gotten. So now we get our first look into the reworked diadem, and I oh, actually yeah. think I think that there's some pretty cool aspects here. So uh, let's take a look at this. So we see that flying is still going to be a part of the diadem.
5: Yeah, like at first I'm sitting here thinking like this doesn't really look a whole lot
2: different, and then the sky darkens, and you go inside the crystal, and it's like like that like this this whole part right here. Um, like where are they now where is this as they're going up to the
5: crystal like where the fuck is this i don't know it gives me a very sky sea feel though i tell you that much Uh,
2: well yeah i i I, and also not being being stuck in that sort of first part of of the diadem i think having some yeah having some change-ups in the scenery
5: yeah, and the the mob designs that they show in here, like there's that weird looking cat thing with like a ribbony looking mane, and then uh, the the fiery looking like giant lion thing. Those are some really cool design monsters.
2: Yeah, we haven't we haven't gotten to that on stream yet. Yeah, this there this thing is. right here, like the the twisted kind of yeah, almost looks like a lion. But like this is some really. Cool, I- interesting mob yeah. design,
5: and it's what should have been in there to begin with. Instead of yeah. just, oh, here's a bigger dinosaur and a bigger dinosaur.
0: Well, it, it definitely feels threatening. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, this enemy doesn't look native to Eorzea, and that's what's that really cool about it very for me.
7: True too. Oh,
0: yeah. Like, does that look like like that looks nothing like something you would see in Eorzea. No, anywhere. not
2: a thing. Not like not this? a single thing. I I mean, it does seem to imply that we go in into the innards of that crystalline structure which i think is very cool i'm very curious colon. <clears throat> i'm very curious to see what uh, what's going down but uh,
5: i really hope they've attached in some way some t- even if it's just a small one just some type of narrative to this
2: so but it looks like there's an entire party fighting this one right but if you look in the background in the distance, there's a whole nother one over at that purple crystal.
0: Well, Yoshi mentioned uh that there would a, when a right set of circumstances were met, there was gonna be an event and you'd have to find a or people in the area would have to find a way to fight it. Maybe that's what's going on here. Like you have to break into groups and fight all these different parts of this crystal? Maybe.
5: The uh, idea of having how many, to work together with the other alliances that are in there yeah. at a moment's notice. That's really cool.
2: How many people do you see being involved in this fight? I mean,
5: well, let's see. When when the DDM first came out, was it three alliances were allowed in per like instanced area or something? I think like that? I
2: think that's right. Yeah, I think it was three alliances.
5: I could see the strongest bosses in there requiring all three.
0: Whoa! What? Yeah. You think three alliances for the strongest stuff? I don't know. I I could see two maybe.
5: Oh, well, I mean, obviously, depending on on. You know, how well you work together with them and how, how prepared your party is. I mean, it's possible that you could take them down over a longer period.
0: Because kind of like dynamis then no. where you might you could go in. I'm with excited
5: for it. But you know what? We've been hurt before, guys.
0: <laughs> well. A Nero's been hurt before, especially by Diadem. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't
2: all that disappointed with the system. It just wore really, really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, it. you know, if they had continued to to grow the system and expand on it, like, if this was what we were working towards the first time, that would have been so fascinating. Although, man, can you imagine if, like, this was a part of the system the whole time? We just didn't know. Oh like we just did not experiment enough With it to unlock any of it Yeah nobody decided to like go investi- investigate That crystal structure In the <laughs> middle and there was a door there The entire time Like how fucked would that be
0: womp, womp, womp. Oh, I love the idea that They haven't actually changed Diadem At all and they've just cut a new trailer That shows the rest of the stuff so people will actually go Find it <laughs> <laughs>
5: There has to be an NPC inside that when you zoom for the first time, they go, Well, it's about time you got here. So we we
2: see all of those, all three of those lasers sort of combining into the center and uh, spawn, spawning a whole bunch of, by the way, uh, dark elementals. Dark elementals, yeah. Yeah, that, that seem to be hanging out there. And then I guess at some point it triggers this crazy
0: glowy lion guy. Fire lion. Uh, you know, everyone's favorite enemy. Right. Blaming leo uh so Interesting seeing all the dark elements inside the crystal are they are they going like a, there was a corrupted crystal kind of theme this time around something like that it's i don't of, know one of se's usual favorites yeah. yeah
2: but it does look like it you've got three separate efforts that are going on within this instance that then combine to get this to pop which again, I, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna side with uh, with Kahlo on this. That way better than a big dinosaur. Oh yeah, way more threatening, way more interesting. Um, I wonder
0: if they're trying to get it to pop or trying to keep it from popping. I would think get it to pop. Hmm. I don't okay. know.
5: Although, okay, see, now we've also talked about how D would be cool if they they put in not just monsters, but some type of like challenges or objectives. What would be cool is instead of just being, like, all right, there you pop this monster, go and kill it now, is if some type of thing starts and you have to, you know, maybe choose between, you know, letting something pop and killing it, or doing a certain set of objectives, like, you know, killing all these dark elementals or running some type of gauntlet to stop something from popping. And if two different types of rewards came from both of those, that'd be pretty boss.
2: Yeah, but we know that Square Enix isn't really all about giving us a whole bunch of varied rewards
0: right well or i could just see like you can either win by stopping it from spawning or by killing it once it does and if it does spawn it's way harder maybe like kind of like a a elder sign arkham horror kind of thing like your goal is to stop the big bad from spawning and if it does you're probably gonna lose you might win but you're probably gonna lose I don't know.
2: I think I like I like the concept of of trying to get it to spawn hmm. instead of keeping it from spawning. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I
1: don't know. Let's
2: see what else we got here. Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go.
0: June preview. think Booz McGee is back to being arrogant and self confident after being whiny. That's right.
5: Ah, she's so gonna die. So he- here's
2: here's the first here we see the first fight of uh, Dune and it does seem this seems to be a heavy callback to. Um,
0: What was the fight on the Evrae? Final Fantasy X. Evrae is that Evray what it? Yeah, is his name. Yep. yep I'll yep. never forget that name as long as I live. That was a hard fight. It was an uh, extremely hard fight. Was, I hated that
2: fight. I, I I was stuck on that fight for a very very long time. That may it have made me
0: rage goes. quit. It may have made me rage quit that, that game. That I. I did rage out once and a lot of the problem was I hadn't leveled Waka at all up to that point because I hated Waka. oh yeah you're gonna be fucked oh that fight was brutal without Waka because I like my characters had been like Yuna, Tetis, and like Kimari <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't even have a Lulu I did wow <laughs> you, uh, you, you
2: realize who you're talking to right you had a yes pull-on. I do anyway in every corner Anyway, but uh, you know he does knock the railings off. We you know we do see that as we uh, as we go in. So, but we don't see how he ends up impacting the platform. That's what we don't we don't know what that mechanic is going to be. Is it going to end up being like? you know, uh, like, uh, uh, the goddess the goddess.
0: Oh, please. I would love for this, the boat to start rocking at some point. Yeah. Like how is, or is it going to be in wind gusts? Like well, we see what, the wind gusts on the,
2: well, we see tornadoes, tornadoes and I'm yeah. sure that those will bounce us around, you know, bounce us around in some form or fashion,
0: toss us up or whatever. I'm curious to see if they will just be a knockup <clears throat> or if they can throw you off.
5: I, I would like to, thrown I would, off. You cannot participate in any, the, the rest of the raid until <laughs> it wipes.
0: <laughs> oh, until until uh, so, uh, oh. like
1: even if until they clear the
2: boss, you know fight. that that's not going to happen. It'd be so funny You know that's not going to happen. Um, so yeah, I I I think that this looks like a, a really really interesting fight.
0: Um, yeah. Here's our look at Dunescape. I love the aesthetic of this area.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It's built really really well.
0: The city, like the city proper,
2: that we're now fighting, Jester dude in—I can't remember his name either. Uh, that I, I think that this is a really, really cool design. Oh yeah. Um, and I would—I'd love to see more of this. Like, if this to me feels much more like a dynamis callback
0: than anything yeah. pre-dynamis. Very dynamis. Like I yeah. say, it makes me think of Ultimessia's castle. Just like like it, it this feels like old final fantasy to me, like that background aesthetic, like this sure. feels like a backdrop to when you're just like, like, Hey, random encounter fight. And that's your backdrop. Right. right? Yeah. I definitely dig it.
5: And, oh, and what do you, what do you guys think to what Cilician says right here? That he has a feeling that Dune skate is going to be the new housing area. No,
2: no, uh, no, no. I mean,
5: what? Wait, what? Really? If, like we, if, if we purge it of the of the demonic, you know, fiendy essence, you basically have a nearly perfectly preserved... God, I love that idea. I, Never I do. Never gonna
2: happen. I love that no. idea. I think that that is such a long shot. If Square Enix did it, believe me, I would commend them in a heartbeat. Yeah, like we eradicate Diablos and it his infestation be- of the place, and then we live here? It's a great idea. I don't think that Square Enix would do it. But I think it's a great idea. I love the idea. Oh, my God. That is sweet. This is it. Halloween.
5: This is um,
2: it. Do, it really does feel like Halloween town. Oh my god!
0: Skeletons gonna pop out any minute now.
2: It's yeah. It's like if F, if if Tim Burton jizzed all over a uh, a, a map on FF14. This is what it would look like.
0: You know what? When Nika plays Kingdom Hearts three, I'm gonna demand that she like report if this area is in it because it looks like something that would be in there. It
2: does. It it looks a little bit Kingdom Hearts-y with like some FF14. Themes. yeah the, uh, yeah some some uh elements thrown in there yeah i don't know man it, it could be cool uh i i mean i think it will be cool I, could it be the new housing area i don't know man because it Ray does seem also
5: it, adding on that they said they couldn't tell us where the new area was until after the patch
0: Ooh see like this is one of those times where it's like we want to believe that that could be true but we've been hurt a lot i know and like, like it just it does not like if that is what they're doing it is so out of the norm for square enix and yeah. what they've done in ff14 it, this that would be a truly original thing like something i've never seen them do in this game
2: yeah i i just don't know man i i i like i said i want to
0: believe it i'd want it to be true but i just don't know how weird would it be to like like be in your house there, and then queue into Dune Skathe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That'd be so awkward. That would. It be. doesn't seem like something. But that that would that's do. that. That's that MMO time sure. bubble yeah. compression thing. Um, all right, let's check out Approaching the castle. Yeah, the the castle with the hearts. I could have done without the hearts, the hearts on the castle. That's an element that I. I think that is what makes it feel Kingdom Hearts. Maybe.
0: I, I. And I know it's because of what the boss ends up being, but it's like, all right that's still kind of weird
5: yeah and is anyone else surprised that after all of what you know all of diablo is like meddling in this whole storyline is we don't fight him at all
0: uh i don't know i think she might morph into Diablos at the end of it
5: i think
2: i think we might yeah i think we'll definitely i think, see I think we'll death yeah we definitely didn't see all of the
0: bosses that's for uh-huh. sure she reminds me of one of the Mega sisters yeah
2: I don't know. She, you know what? She reminds me of uh, the the Gotharita
0: Pokemon. Is what well. she looks like to <laughs> me. You're, I'm only mad because you're right. <laughs> I, I, I'm
2: not. I I really like those like hand ads. Those look really cool. Yeah. Um and like the um the the things that are coming out like the wings that are coming out of her back. That almost looks like straight know, a lot out of those Evangelion look a lot
5: like sleeves.
2: <laughs> don't even fuck off. <laughs>
0: No, I I like just about everything about this fight. I love like the the stained glass kind of.
2: Really, that, that's that, what I was going to take issue with. Is like that really? that was my least favorite aesthetic
0: part of that. Oh, I think it's really cool. I love them because like, I think it goes well with the music in the fight. Like the music, kind of that choir esque like portrayal of the usual music that you have there. Sure. I mean, yeah, it fits thematically, but also at the same time, like if you
2: if you kind of go back and look at it, like. There does There's not much Outside of the Outside of the stained glass Like the The rest of the room Is very Dark And you don't Really see much of it Oh I was talking about Like the The moves that she does That kind of bring oh, up the stained Oh that's so, Okay yeah 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 That cool is pretty cool me. That
0: is pretty cool I was talking more about The arena The actual area Yeah, yeah. it was
2: It's more of like a, It's like another Circle arena Just with weird lighting
0: Yeah well and the Stained glass looks more Like a jack-o-lantern
2: Or something yeah, like that y- y- Well and it, it looks does like t- Halloween decoration. Seems to morph. Yeah, I don't know what the... it uh, Again, Halloween Town. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Hmm. 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 (laughs) All right, let's continue on. Is this truly so complex a puzzle? Or have you no stomach for the obvious solution? Or do you mean to send in your vaunted hero there, as you always do? Okay.
0: I love that because time and time again square enix goes back to that whether like whether it's uh minfilia being like i can't believe i'm asking you to do this like when she's giving you dumb like fetch quest stuff to go do they go time and time back to this like okay how about you do something for yourself or you could just rely on the warrior of light again yeah like right almost play up our expectations as a player where like we're like yeah I'll go do it uh, but at the same fine. time we're just like yeah like oh I'm asking the warrior of light to go check up on Tataru now here's I, I think this is
2: really interesting and I wanted to back it up to this this scene specifically because this is I isn't that the double shield Rogan dude from from the Garleans right is that that's who that is, but he's got the big gigantic hammer that Nero uh, had had during the 2.0. Wow. Is that him? Storyline. I think that's him without his without his helmet. Without the helmet. With it, yeah. Yeah. With a different set of gear. We didn't see much of him. We, we only got that one fight against him. Yeah. Uh, I, In that one area that I can't remember.
5: I, th- I thought that's because we
2: killed him. Didn't we? I did not think we killed him. We didn't. I don't, I don't really think, think so. We did. He's the one that we fight. I didn't want to leave him alive. Which of the Garlean's have we actually killed? I mean, Uh, successfully (laughs) or attempted? (laughs) I mean, they keep coming back. They have a way of reemerging. I mean, did you think? Did you think that we killed Nero too, and then was surprised to see him when he popped up over on uh, the on the Crystal Tower cutscenes? You're right. Fuck
0: that guy. We killed Gaius. Although, all the time now you see that whole Gaius lives thing.
5: I was going to say, it's like, did-,
0: did we really kill him? I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know Maybe. either. Maybe. Mm.
5: Nobody's allowed to die unless you're a Rokudin. Yeah. Mm. Well, apparently oh, not. Apparently there not. he is. Even
2: they're being spared now. Uh, but interesting that he's got. Insight job. Interesting that is if it is him, he's got the hammer.
0: Hey, wait a minute. So he's m- got Nero's with, hammer. With him appearing. I think Mikote and. Uh, Lalafel the only Garlean races that we haven't seen represented that's yet. because they're the Garleans are smart and they execute them on on site hey, yeah. and oh. the aura
2: well yeah, you yeah. Wouldn't Actually, be able they
0: to did tra- execute them on site uh, never mind anyway
2: uh but also what's notable is that this scene is in um uh Kartino. they're in Cartno right now
0: yeah I, I kind of get the feeling like the, the main scenario might be taking us into Omega Kind of. Oh, it de- was that not
2: clear by the opening fucking sentence well, of the but
0: trailer? When, but when's the last time that the the main the the next raid was influenced by the uh, main scenario? Only since only Bahamut, right? Only quail well, because uh, Alexander not, wasn't at all, right? Is
2: Omega the raid? Is, I don't think it no, is. No, you're right. He's not. Ome- Omega is just one of the names that they dropped in terms of a of a fight.
5: Uh, speaking no, about no. that opening opening line, though, uh, you know when bonds like, "Oh, that old thing collecting dust." How common of knowledge is Omega?
0: Yeah. Well, and wait, isn't Omega the raid in Stormblood? I don't think. I don't think so. I don't know. Am I crazy?
5: I don't yeah. Know. Omega's is the next raid. Is it? He's the next raid tier. Yeah. They talked about it. it had like Omega, Omega
2: is the next raid. Okay. Next raid. okay. Stormblood. Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: Like okay. All right, all yeah, right. I, I believe you. Shut yeah, okay. the fuck up, chat. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow, they're lighting up now. Yeah, I got them going.
5: Yeah, in time.
2: No, it's not, guys. Fuck you. It's not. Omega is just a fight. <laughs> I'm gonna just say that now because it makes every one of you mad.
0: Yeah, you're right though. That uh, here's the double shield guy because that that one shield looks it's just black instead of white now. But yeah, I
2: think that there's definitely some uh, some changes going on there. But
0: hmm. yeah. I don't know. What do you think that what do you think this means? Are, are garlands Assians, can they never die? <laughs> or do they just have really good plot armor? Uh I just want to tell this guy
2: Joshie in the chat to go fuck himself. Oh, okay. Just go fuck yourself, Joshie. There you go. Got you covered. Uh so, yeah. Uh I, I, man, I I don't know. I, I we I mean, we is it that big of a surprise though? That Omega would be the next raid tier? No,
5: no, I don't think so at all. I
2: mean, well, well, then what was what was the question associated with it?
0: I was just saying, when's the last time that the main scenario played into it? It was only Bahamut, right? That the main scenario played right into the uh, raid because Alexander not at all yeah
5: yeah the, yeah, yeah Alexander
0: was a
2: complete side story yeah, yeah right.
5: Alexander was completely side story Bahamut even though it was kind of on the side it's still inf- or, or it, it was influenced by the main scenario and right. they
2: did say in an interview that they wanted to tie the raid with the MSQ a little bit more closely than okay. they did with Alexander because you're right Alexander did feel like this entirely side quest and I don't think I, I that I think served as an additional demo motivating factor to why people didn't do it right so uh all right let's continue on here as you always do
4: and pray the world is not engulfed
2: in flame
0: might we not persuade you to join the expedition lady yugiri
1: my blade is yours i
2: i okay so since they pointed out lady yugiri specifically there uh i i think that Yagiri is gonna die. She died. She's uh, dead.
5: That's so lame. Like, like why? Because, uh, well, uh, f- first of all, uh, Blake was the voice actor, like from start to finish, right? Yeah. They did like change her her halfway through. Yes, seeing okay? C- Blake. I, yes. I hate this idea, both in games or, or like movies and stuff. That like if the actor voice actor dies, oh, we have to kill the character off now. And I'm not saying that they should just recast them and continue to use them, right? Even though that obviously would be a lot easier in the in the case of you know voice acting, but why well i think they just need
0: someone who's important but not important that they can off look
2: i i think that square enix and final fantasy have an opportunity to pay tribute to c and blake in a way that i don't know people would be expecting Because, Uh first of all, because it happened so long ago. Right. Um, And second, because it's such a strange occurrence to have that big of a tragedy, that visible of a tragedy that happened to one of your actors. And so, you know, I mean, I know that Square Enix has... Recast a lot of the voice actors and not because they died, but just because they needed somebody else who was more available, whatever they switch people out all the time. I think specifically with you, though, you have an opportunity, you have a moment to pay tribute to someone who really, you know, went through an incredible tragedy and be able to to touch people and i think that she deserves
5: that too i think do you think that that it'll i mean i i absolutely get where you're coming from but the fact that Yugiri hasn't really been used or referenced since like gosh 3.2 or something like that that people will feel that um i know that i would I know that I would just,
2: you know, based on how much we've talked about it um, and how visible it was for the community. I mean, people took notice when that happened. And I think that if they just straight up replace her and keep her going as a character, more people would end up talking about that than they would attribute. tribute. I think a tribute is a nice, fitting, emotional, touching way to, to see the character off. But if that character's not terribly critical to the plot, why why keep her around? I mean, like what 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 purpose does it serve to recast Yagiri? What? Is it just because you like her? You well, what? right
5: now you're right. There probably wouldn't be a purpose. I mean, you know, if they ever want to take us to Doma though, obviously having her around, that would You be- have all the other Domens. And yeah, none of them are as visible as she is. Though.
2: No, none of them are as visible as she is, but you have all of them. You took all of them in as refugees. There's so many opportunities for that door to be open to go back to Doma. It doesn't have to be through you, Yeah,
5: no, you're right. You're right. But also, I think, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't. I feel like whenever because it is time for someone to die. It's been a while since we've had like a major character death. Right. Um, but I just I feel like whenever they get to that point, there's some part of it that just doesn't quite work all the way. You know? Like, okay, yeah, you're right. This would be a fitting tribute. But all of the Blake stuff aside, looking at just the game, does that feel fulfilling that Yugiri comes back suddenly just to die?
0: Well, it is weird because she's been like so out of the picture for a while and she doesn't have a lot to do with what's going on right now, but like I feel like most people when you say like, Oh yeah, Yugiri hasn't been around for a while, they know why she hasn't been around. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what
2: it is, is that you know, Square Enix Wanted to have some distance from that character you know just based on that track they you know like you've got to deal if you're a company you've got to deal with that kind of shit very delicately because you could be seen as an opportunist you could be yeah. seen as someone trying to capitalize on on a tragedy you don't you know you definitely don't want those kinds of sentiments running around and so, yeah, I think I think taking this amount of time off from the character and then bringing her back to kill her and then making that sort of the tribute. Yeah, I think that's a, f- I think that's very fitting. Give her her hero's death in game. Exactly.
5: I don't know. Something doesn't sit right with me. But and, and and play and straight out. up,
2: give her build her a monument, build her an in-game monument to the character. You know, that'd be cool. That would be really cool. You Gary statue hero of the domans. That'd be very cool. I think that would be really neat. All right, um, let's continue. Balesar's wall. Here we finally see Balesar's wall. It's some new Magitek there too. I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Yep. The, uh, two kinds of new, wasn't it? No, just the one. No,
2: I think it was just just the uh, the
0: new Magitek walker. Sweet. I love Iron Giants. Yeah. This
2: has to end. We've also got it this, too. It sort of look, looks like the Gobwalker a little bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I What really intrigues me about this whole video is the presence of the uh, Twin Adders. Oh, yeah. Because them being here means that whatever is the major catalyst for the war that we're gonna about to go into happens in this patch. Because Gridania's declared war. Well, I mean, well, th- that's where the wall is. It's right. Next yeah, to Gridania, it's in Gridania.
2: So. so we also we actually also see um, we also see uh, Limson troops. It
0: looks like. Yeah. Right, but this could like, like the attack on Belsar's wall could have easily been a, a more of an infiltration thing where we're attacking, like us, the Scions, the world. Oh, so life. you're you're you're, you're saying, saying we're that it's a military might going against? Yeah, her.
2: you know, you that's a good point. That's actually a good point because it did seem like initially the Star's wall mission was going to be very tightly focused right. on us but this does Which,
0: seem very much it's uh, a military operation the the, yeah. the, the allied nations of yeah, they have declared war
5: now now i'm bothered because you're right i think i originally thought like you did in here that it was supposed to be some type of like infiltration thing because that makes right. sense for a dungeon there's only four of us going in but if it's like all out we're declaring war and it's just a dungeon right that seems like another big missed opportunity. No,
0: no. If it's your if it's your first battle of the war, that's a dungeon's appropriate for that. But I, you know, I have
5: to I have to be
2: honest though. I don't feel like Eorzea had many stakes in Alamigo,
0: Or at least they don't right now. Well, that's what I mean. Like that when I was saying like this something is going to happen in this patch like the catalyst for this war beginning is happening in this patch and, and that's so super it's not exciting. just
2: us getting involved with the conflict uh, in Girabania, but that the girabana conflict is going to spread to eorzea something has to happen to make I, yeah, this go- you know
5: what I, I yeah he's right something that we didn't see probably omega related i think is going to pop up that initiates the war and then they'll probably spin it, like like imagine Propaganda style, they spl- spin it as all, we're going to liberate Alamigo, but really we're going to get their oil.
0: <laughs> really, we're going for the Ceruleum.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: All right, well, let's...
5: It
2: has
0: to end now! We're uh, doing, doing all the new magic Yeah, tech. there's a lot of new magic
2: tech going on. And a primal. Yeah. Now this, this thing. Now this is I think our very first look at Omega right here in these schematics.
1: Ooh.
2: Um which it does seem to be a bit of a callback to the 11 Omega that was on mm-hmm. all fours. Yep. Um I'm very interested in in this design. Now they do mention a primal and I'm wondering if they're referring to Omega as the primal or if they're talking about something else.
0: Yeah. I, man, you're right. That sketch looks so much like FF11's Omega. It really well, does. And, how I, would Omega be a primal, though? Yeah, we know he's an elegant construct.
5: Now, now, if he operated similar to how uh, the Ultima weapon did, where he was able to basically eat primals, I mean, I suppose it's possible that if this does have something to do with Omega, that he releases one or something. Maybe, uh, whoever has control of Omega was trying to, I don't know. Um, take a primal out of him or something. I don't know. This whole idea of there suddenly being a primal that, that came out of left field for me.
0: Yeah. I was really surprised to hear that word in relation to like, cause, cause Garleans hate primals. Yeah. Why would they use one or summon one?
2: But I mean, Bails definitely, you know, the, the, uh, o- Omega, uh, and his use of Omega. I mean it, it. It does seem it does seem weird for them to be referring to it as a primal, and I don't think that they would refer to Omega as a primal. i Think that no. they would refer to it as a weapon, much like they did Omega. Ultimate. Yeah. Ultimate. Sorry, yeah.
0: that's what I meant. Yeah. I. I think this primal is gonna be something else down here. I'd be like, that might be a that might be a visual of Omega, but I don't know that that is the primal that they're talking about. Yeah, I don't know either.
2: Death completed the ritual. The primal is taking shape. Yeah, so there, there we get we get that that quote from uh, the midget, <laughs> <laughs> Papalimo. Uh, uh, thank you. I'm blanking on names today. I don't know why. I'm just I'm, I'm struggling with names today. Well, uh, I'm a Scalia, and uh, we've got Callow on the line. Shut up. Oh. Uh, and he says, "Death completes the ritual. The primal is awakening, and we've seen like this specific, like this." has happened a couple of times this specific animation with the blocks coming around I, what is being
0: awakened exactly not clear i i don't like it makes me think of eden from ffa the way the blocks come in like that mm. uh and i Whoa. can see like eden being a garley like deity almost but i, I
2: but remember remember like this was like th- this is sort of what it's similar to what Louis Wa had tried to construct around Bahamut right. to be able to prevent the col- the the impending calamity uh, that oh, that Bahamut yes. was trying to build. Right is- down to the spears, right down to those spears. Yeah. It's almost identical to that oh, process. Yeah. So I don't think that we're actually seeing the primal being born here. I think that someone's trying to prevent it. And is that why Papalimo
0: took Tsubosmati? To to try to to contain the primal
5: maybe yeah
0: maybe that's why he wants it Mm. that would make sense Mm.
5: How, how has there still been no hint or clues though on what primal this could possibly be
0: yeah i don't i have no idea who could be popping out of that yeah
2: i don't know i don't know i mean and it really sort of comes down to are they going to call omega a primal or not
5: all right here uh uh penguin mint has an idea he says that the battle at the wall is a setup by the griffin to summon a primal and sid nero they somehow use omega to take it out
0: well that we know is trying to summon a primal yeah but at the same
2: time though uh us using omega weapon seems like a dicey prospect like i don't i don't that that seems no, outside right. of it our does. character
0: well maybe except that we think nero is kind of a decent guy at this point after the crystal tower events
5: what, if, you think what if nero he is
0: he is at the very
5: beginning
2: of this he is sort of deriding us like all right who's gonna step in your warrior or light you're gonna let him save the day i again? have a better idea uh, why that? don't you, yeah why don't why don't you do the hard thing why don't you make the difficult choice and actually end this once and for fucking all
5: and holy shit too, let's say let's say they do use omega the raid is called omega a bend in time what if using omega causes some type of consequence that that's how it kind of like exists parallel to the main story and still has something to do with it oh my god hang and on like, whoa, we whoa, fuck whoa.
2: It up. hang on hang on hang on the, the, you i think you guys just touched on to something really interesting because what happened the last time tube Somati was used we got, we, in, in yeah, we, we got sent back five years yeah we got sent into the future yeah right so if Tube samadhi has some kind of time altering part. At, to, yes, yeah. t- aspect to it then could it be That we end up initiating a calamity, that then we are somehow tasked with, you know, of course, because you said the bend of time, that we are then tasked with going and trying to prevent, that we set these things into into motion. And I, I look, it it does sound a little bit in concept similar to Alexander, except we set none of those things into motion. Right, That was uh, all set
0: in motion for us. Right.
2: It. I think it I think it delivers a little bit more of a narrative impact if we're the ones that are setting it in motion. And now we're going and trying to prevent it through right. adjusting time or whatever. It right. Is. We're going to
0: get back to 1985 and it's going to be awful. Biff rules the world now. So we got to go <laughs> fix it. I like it. If you put it into a back to the future analogy, I can understand it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love this idea. Oh my god, I'll lose my shit if that's what this is.
2: I you know, you know what would be really cool because I because I, I think that if you expand the time aspect and someone someone had kind of uh Zephrin, this is the, it, he kind of kind of sparked this idea. But since you have so much time and history in this game to be able to play with, that if you just even took Some of the basic zone Designs or some of the basic stuff from 1.0 and put our characters
0: Straight oh, into that God. Like dude that would be kind of Cool yeah you get dropped off in uh, In surface and it's like Green again old school green Yeah your jaw yeah. would hit the floor I would shit my pants <laughs> i would shit
2: my pants i yeah. mean and you do, and if you do that in an instance you you don't have those zones that exist in big ways you're you're right. using you know excerpts of it like if you got thrown into the old school you know one of the old school mines that existed out in old ah and it wasn't you know the linear dungeon that you know but instead it was the oh this is that thing from one point out like yeah that would be so fucking cool I don't know like i think that i mean because clearly they, they still have that data even if they dropped us into an excerpted portion of like empty ass
1: old time mage confirmed bitches
2: <laughs> <laughs> thanks evil hippie much appreciated um but even if they threw us into an old ass version of old or Linosia, I, I just i i i can't help but think like the real nerds of this game the real 1.0 nerds of this game would lose their fucking mind going like i remember this oh man here's what old school shroud old school oh my god like if you want to talk about a difference in zone design fucking 1.0 shroud to 2.0 shroud unrecognizable
0: I like even if even if you don't go like that far back, I would love if like this moment where we choose to use Omega is kind of like the split point and we eventually have to return to this point and like maybe like the final fight in Stormblood is to come back and actually fight this primal that we just cheated and used Omega on. Like we have to fix it by actually fighting it instead. Now
2: keep in mind though that you know as the chat jumped all over us about that. Omega being the raid In right uh, in 4.0 That yeah the MSQ is probably gonna gonna Glance it somehow but we've got To have this whole thing that plays out with Xenos first right and And the whole the whole plot of Girabania that sort of plays out first Before we can get there So it's kind of it does seem a little Bit weird that we have so much setup for Omega happening now In 3.5 that May not even get to pay off in Until
0: 4.1
2: or 4.2.
0: Right. But. like, yeah, if you had to like let's say like Omega absorbs this primal, and this primal is like super powerful and like corrupts Omega in some way. Yeah. And you've got this major problem mode omega that you have to deal with now in the Omega race, the final version of that is you jump back to this moment and you fight that primal the right way instead.
2: See now I, I, I see evil hippie kinda kinda making fun of me saying old school Henger's Crucible. <laughs> the thing is is that nobody made it to Henger's Crucible. Nobody fucking saw that part of the so Corpus no nobody saw, fucking nobody saw that shit nobody even because it was so random and obscure that like people had to make youtube videos about it it was an unused asset you couldn't get there You couldn't actually get there. You had to like glitch your way through an invisible wall to get there. Okay. What I'm talking about is using notable places, people like places that people would recognize that they did adventure in. Cassiopeia Hollow, that's gone. That was wiped out by the calamity. But if we went, if we had to go back and find something in Cassiopeia, whatever, you know, like whatever the fucking wraparound is, but if that was a dungeon that we had to go through, Or, you know, even if that was where a a a portion of the raid was set in, you know what I mean? Like that to me would be interesting and you don't have to just stick it to stuff in 1.0. I'd love to see stuff from the third astral era, the fourth astral era, and you can do that. You can do that quite cleverly by using the same format that square enix uses for this game by uh uh making everything an instance
0: yeah, and like yeah
5: if- know, take, take take a taste of this guys okay look when we look at alexander when we look at void Ark, weeping city uh uh the binding coil like all these different things the title of the raid was something that we went into right so we're talking about oh time travel time travel it's Like oh no but but the raid is omega so we have to fight omega do we Like, if Omega is just the title, Omega, the bend in time, and what if Omega is just the catalyst, or it's just the vessel that we use to travel to do whatever we do? Does Omega actually have to be something that we fight?
0: I I mean, I think you would have a lot of disappointment if you don't end up fighting Omega, even if it is just like a, kind of like when we do eventually fight Alexander, we fight that miniaturized version of it, Mm -hmm. but you're right like every other time it's referred to a place that we've gone so maybe the bend in time it could be you could argue like yeah it's going to be 12 different instances in time that you that uh that your interaction with omega is is affecting and you have to go to each one and fix it
5: i don't know maybe i just i like this idea that that for once maybe you know the 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 raid omega isn't actually like where we go to what we have to fight but it, you know i I, want to see them branch out and do something different i don't want to see the exact same pattern of of raid design and fights you know narratively that that we've had for how long now
0: i just don't think you you name it after omega and o12s isn't against omega yeah like you have to fight him at some point
5: yeah no you're right and that very well could be possible yeah but I, I,
0: I dig the idea that, like, yeah, Omega the Bend in Time more or less refers to just us traveling around at different parts in time. Like, if he actually just, like, we, we did this thing with Omega where he absorbed this Primal, and now it has screwed up 12 different spots in time. Go right. fix it. Right. Yeah. Su- I'm super into that. Like, if we could actually, like, see, like, Maricidia or something like that in its heyday, or Alec in its heyday. Dude, and, and, and that's the thing, is that they have the
2: opportunities to do this because... Their structure is to make everything instanced. This was this would have been something very difficult to do with something, say, for like uh, uh, 11. 11 couldn't, 11 do, couldn't it. do it. No. They had to dedicate an entire expansion to it because those zones had to be uh, persistent. They and had it... to always be there. They had to have activities in there. But if you make it so that it's this very narrow section of... You know, yeah, uh, of of the city surface. Exactly, exactly. I think that that is incredibly um, uh, clever and 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 incredibly uh, like a a great callback. And as they have have a lot of it with
0: interesting stuff and stuff that gets us talking. Like if you like, you have to like really have your lore team going ham on this part if you're going to do it yeah
2: no i i definitely agree and it's not like the lore team hasn't been doing an amazing job absolutely you know what i mean like it was great and again going referencing back to that um gamer escape interview that you know what what they were talking about where some of these you know long-term things from 1.0 never really got realized like what what if yeah we're getting a chance to go back in in an instanced way uh, be able to address some of those things that that were happening in 1.0 I think that would be very cool um, All right, let's let's wrap this up. We don't have much, there. much left in <laughs> Hit the
0: button
2: Hand it to the editor of this trailer, and something really big blows up. Something like, goes boom. That's a huge, huge explosion. Um, so, yeah. Uh, first, uh, like, just again, kudos to the editor on that on that last sequence because that was really, really cool. And I, almost
0: every time, like these these trailer videos, scarcely
2: disappoint. Oh, definitely. Now this. I kind of wanted to float this question out here, and uh, if you want to call the show, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, limitbreakradio.com slash discord, but do you think that this trailer only addresses part one, or is this a full trailer for all of 3.5 and some of this some of the stuff that we see in here isn't gonna fully pay off until March.
0: I think this is just three five. I don't
2: think I it's don't, three five
5: yeah. five. Just I, just part one. Well, at least
0: at
2: least I as don't know.
5: I don't know well, goes, is it's
0: part, part diadem, and we know diadem's not coming. Now. Well, is well, hang on. Is part two is that three five five or is is? Oh, I don't know. It just three, I assumed it was, but
2: I see. I don't know. Yeah, I I think huh. I. I they, because they have never, they've never done this before, I don't think, like where you have a part one and part two. Although, was was 2.5 like that? I don't remember. I don't I recall. I just remember 2.5 and 2.55. Five. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't I know. remember a second injection of story. See, I think that they could do part one, part two, and then 3.55. Even separately,
0: right? Like the re- and like the MSQ, there has to be more because we didn't like even see like the Griffin or anything like that, right? Like and th- as, there's and as, way more that's going to play out before we hit uh,
2: Stormblood. And as people are pointing out in the chat room, PvP maps are slated for three five five, Diadem is slated for three five five. So, I mean, are we are we going to just get? Uh, I mean, did we just see a trailer for shit that we're not that's not going to pay off for three months? I oh, think God, I that not.
5: what they did is the trailer shows all of the content coming, but they have to have something for part two as well. Right. They have to have something to hype up part two. as Man, well. I
2: think I think we're going to get a lot of Omega set up and it's not going to pay off until March.
5: Uh, I, I think as far as the MSQ section of this trailer is confirmed, I think that's all part one
2: that explosion no way they're ending the fucking they're ending the expansion on that explosion you think so oh
0: yeah oh i don't know yeah if you're ending the expansion on that explosion why show it now that's a big fucking explode that is but why show it now
2: if you're ending it on that no way it's gotta be a cliffhanger going into 3.0 man or 4.0 i agree and show the explosion then don't show it now that's what i'm saying at the end of whatever whatever the msq ends up being for three five right right? like the very
0: end that's what they're gonna end it on but like but if you were gonna end like end it going to Stormblood on that explosion you wouldn't show it in that trailer because now as we're building towards the end of the story all we're gonna think is like well yeah but there's gonna be a huge explosion Like That's you a good know, point. Like you That's can't, good you point. can't have a decent resolution because, like, well, we haven't seen the explosion yet. That's a good point. Well,
5: plus, the other thing you have to keep in mind, too, is, you know, this isn't a movie. This isn't, like, you know, the end of one TV show going into the next one. We still have to be our characters between the end of 2.55 and, or sorry, uh, 3.55 and 4.0. So you can't just be like, explosion, fade to black till Stormblood comes. You know, it'll be like, uh, uh, imagine the whole Old old Wa stuff, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Big battle went down. People might be dead, but we came out of the ruins, got rescued, carted off to something somewhere. Now it's like, oh, now we have to actually worry, you know, for how many months what actually happened to people. So it can't just end on the but
2: isn't that exactly the, the sort of cliffhangers that they wrote for the end of 2.55, where, you know, like you think you you come out of that going, I'm a fugitive. Everyone I know and love is dead. And, uh, you know, like uh, now I'm on the run. And we thought right. that for fucking six months right. until we got 3.0. Exactly.
5: 0. So we see the explosion in part one. Right. And then we have to deal with the with all the all the questions. In, in part two We get no answers so that that explosion Still stands as like a good end mark But now we just get to set up all the questions And all the what ifs and all the what the fuck's Going to happen going into four
2: I don't know man I, I just think that this part One is going to end up feeling very Very thin stretched thin mm. um, And I Think that we're going to get the, the meat Of what we want and I think the, the you know the most Compelling stuff out of that trailer
0: I don't think We're going to see till March I really don't I'm trying to remember, what was 2.5's MSQ edition like? Was it thin? What, 2.5? 2.5, yeah. Because, I mean, 2.55 was obviously humongous. It right. was two long-ass cutscenes. Right. But uh, uh, was 2.5 thin, or was 2.2.4 was Shiva, right? Right. I can't, you know, I can't recall. I don't remember either.
2: I, I would have long. to go, but yeah, I'd have to go back and listen to our episodes. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember for 2.5. I I,
0: I just don't. Yeah, I kind of agree. I I think that uh, 3.5 will be thin, but I don't believe that explosion closes it out just because we've seen it already. Hmm. If it is the ending, you wouldn't show it now. I'll accept that. I
2: would would accept that because... then again, though, I mean, the people who make trailers spoil the the end product all the time. They do all the time. Um, hopefully, Square Enix is smarter than that.
0: But here's the thing: is like if it, that is like, they're gonna have to be tell it. like the narrative is gonna have to be so strong that we forget that that explosion's coming. We can't remember that because as, as long as we remember that, we're just gonna be like, well, something's about to go wrong because we haven't seen that yet. Okay, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, let's
2: go to our phone lines. By the way, if you'd like to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five, radio dot com slash Discord. We'll talk to Amira Feywin of Excalibur calling in for the first time. What's going on?
4: Hi guys. Yeah. Um it's my first time calling in. I've Welcome. been listening to the show for a long time now. Uh, um, that's awesome. Thanks. It, but I was always working Sundays, so I could never actually call in. I always had to listen to it on iTunes. Glad so. that uh, that <laughs> you had a Sunday
2: off where you could uh, join us and hang out. So what do you think of uh, the 3.5 trailer?
4: I want to talk about Servant, because the right. boring triad to me during all of 3.0 has probably been what's kept me playing. Uh, my raid group kept me playing with uh, Alexander, but, you know it was lackluster to like the.
2: now do you, do you say that because the story was particularly good or the fights were really really well
4: designed both i really like the fight design of uh uh i almost called her shiva of, um <laughs> the of sophia. Sophia.
2: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> sophia there we go of
4: sophia i love the fight design of sophia i was actually the first of my raid group to beat sophia and I was the first to get my Sophia weapon in my entire raid group. We nice. just beat her a couple, I think a couple weeks ago, right nice. before Christmas. Congrats. And uh, we were all really excited. And oh my God, it was so much fun. And just Sephiroth's fight design and Sephiroth's music got me going. So when Sephiroth was finally released, the Warring Triad was like all I cared about.
0: <laughs> Amir, I, I totally agree. Sophia has been my favorite fight in Final Fantasy XIV. I have not had one that I've enjoyed doing more than that from... Aesthetic to the mechanics to the music. I think the music music is such a big selling point on Sophia. I I, I completely agree. Now it, the story hasn't been there for me in the Warring Triad, but the mechanics yeah, on every know. fight have always been really fun for me.
2: So so Amir, you did say that that you did like the story. What what is the what story aspect do you like? Do you like uh like what it's building, or do you you know is there some aspect that Escali and I seem to be missing?
4: I I like the questions it raises because as far as i understand from the story what's holding up azazla is the power of the warring triads right like they use the warring triads as a battery and we've been going in and killing the the ancient primals yeah what's going to happen when we you know, finally defeat Cervan. I like, think that's, that's, that's what the giant explosion is.
2: Yeah, that's that's <laughs> a, that's a super fair question because and and I mean I I've wondered the same thing. Like, what's really the point? Like, are the Garlean's trying to bring down Aziz Law? And if so, where and why? Um, you
0: know, uh, there's yeah. There, what yeah. would Aziz Law be over? Yeah,
4: um, I don't I don't even know because. Have we ever found out in-game what Azizlah is actually flying over?
2: No, Not I don't really. think so. I mean, it may it may be flying over water. I mean, the textures that we see when we're up in Ozislaw are clouds. Like, we're above the clouds. Yeah. So, we don't really get a sense from that
0: where we are yeah. in terms of geography. We may be... I... I well, we leave to get there out of the Sea of Clouds, but they make it sound like you travel quite a ways to get to Asas Law. Right. Yeah. And and Sea of Clouds, remember, there is land beneath the
2: Sea right. of Clouds. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I just, I'm not really sure.
5: For as, as is Law to be as secret and secluded as it was for so long, I feel like it would have had to been out over top of water someplace. Otherwise, somebody probably
4: would have seen it, right? oh yeah definitely like i think it's pretty far out like it, it was hidden for a very long time and then locked wait, uh, wait the uh the, the, shield. Yeah. the shield yeah yeah space well, whale, whale, whale ate the shield yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say did that <laughs> he ate the key to the shield so
2: well where when when we unlocked the shield where did we take the key that was up in the sea of clouds wasn't it
4: yeah i think we i think we departed from sea of clouds
0: yeah did we have the key or did we have to ram our way through we i th-
4: i'm pretty sure
0: didn't we have we to build a god damn I don't we
5: remember. tricked the Garlian or, or we used the Garlian's big ship in some way to break through i thought
0: yeah i thought we had to bust through because the uh, the Garlian stole the key to get up there before we did Oh yeah yeah
5: they yeah, yeah yeah that's I thought we right had that's had to bust our way in god damn it's, it's, been, to, so long, I know,
2: right? it's been so long trying to remember so long yeah. trying to remember all of these narrative threads or uh See,
5: yeah. this is one of the times that we need the Ethis signal
2: that's true. No, 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 no. Australian, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Some, some really interesting stuff. Uh, it, so uh, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about,
4: uh, Amira? Well, I'm actually really excited for the Zervon fight. The way that they showed it in the trailer, I was really just the way that everything's dropping. I feel like it's gonna be. Uh, things are gonna come back up, and you're gonna have to go over on around Zervan as it's safe zones become available, at least I kind of hope that way, because that would give you a lot of movement, but a lot of like spreading and making sure you're staying still for casters and everything. It, I, it would be really interesting for me.
0: I, I would but, like it if, uh, if some of those platforms do return throughout the fight and you have to like move around like that. But at some point I want you to be down to just one little platform and have to oh, like yeah. really, really have your movements be on point.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that that would like that. I kind of feel like that would probably be the the enrage timer. If you don't beat him by that, you just fall.
0: Oh, oh yeah, that'd be a sweet enrage. Like just like <laughs> he just like smacks the ground and the whole thing falls. Yeah, you like you're just done. Like, Why didn't he do that to start? <laughs> yeah, right.
2: That'd have been a good starting point, really. Right, yeah. Uh so yeah uh thanks for the call Amira we appreciate it uh if you'd like to call Limit Break Radio Limit Break Radio on Skype 8105158715 Amira before we let you go you got any shout outs no, okay, I guess not. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll uh, we'll be taking your calls. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio dot com slash discord. Uh, so yeah, I, I, the, the, it does seem really interesting, at least to me, to see how exactly the Warring Triad will provide a lead in to. Um, uh, you know, into 4.0. One of the interesting thoughts that I had was that, you know, one of the, one of the quotes that we got was death unlocked the primal. Well, yes. what if, what if it was us killing the warring triad that started this whole mess? You know, when they say death, death unlocked it, what if they're talking about the death of
0: the warring triad? So, but that would require you to clear Zervon to continue in the MSQ, right? Ah. Uh. Yeah, I guess it would, although
2: the I wouldn't hate that actually. Yeah, but the the the, the MSQ fights are
0: very very easy. Mm-hmm. You know, the the regular fights the are the yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. perfectly doable. And and I would actually like that. Like we talked a, a while ago that they may kind of handle it that way where it's like it's not required at any point to do the warring triad until the end of it where you have to have that cleared to like to move along.
2: Was that, I mean, because that was a little bit similar to the primal system where, you know, because the primals were worked straight in with the MSQ. Right. That as, as as you were going through the MSQ, you got another primal threat, mm-hmm. you went and dispatched that, and then we sort of refocused. Right. So this sort of does seem to... Give you the same sort of structure, although it's not directly
0: tied. You can kind of do it at your pace, at your leisure. You just have to have cleared it before you finish, maybe 3.5's msq.
2: And I think that that's fair. Like, cool. wouldn't that be? I, I mean,
0: th- I think that that's a fair ask. Like, yeah, you've got to have this side quest done. And none of the, and like you say, none of the normal versions of those fights are anything to contend with. They're not hard. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think they're all, that's perfectly. Doable. So then that'd why?
2: Be cool. So then why separate them out in the first place? Like, why separate them? I mean, I guess because, yeah, you do want a different story that you want to tell in the MSQ. They were very focused on the Dragon Song War and getting rid of uh,
0: uh, Nidhogg. Yeah, it might have been an element of not wanting your players to be like, hey, this is super important. You should be doing this, uh, but go do this up in Azda slot for a little bit first. Like, you know how the story gets disjointed sometimes when you have yeah. two narratives going on? Right. Maybe that's why it's like now when you're in your downtime, hey, I've cleared this section of the MSQ all right, I'll go up and see what's going on. It just, it
2: it just seems like there would be a better way to make that expectation clear. Like, yeah, you know what? You should probably do this as well. Like, I would think like, even if it was a side quest, but like a, 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 a a near necessary side quests that those would get like msq icons or something you know what i mean like yeah. or yeah. a different icon to di- differentiate it maybe they're waiting till the end of the system maybe they're waiting maybe. till the end but
0: if that's what they're doing i think that that's very smart i agree i think you should it would be very cool if you had to do this if that if this ends up being that the warring triad is what births this primal that leads to omega holy crap have they been playing the long game on that one yeah
2: <laughs> yeah
0: I mean, do you, but do you think that that's like
5: where
2: we're working towards? I don't I'm not totally sure. Uh, about that.
5: I don't think so. I mean, as, as cool as all of that would be, there hasn't they've never done anything else that would indicate that kind of planning or that kind of behavior, especially given all the stupid jump story potion type deal that, that they're talking about going forward you guys didn't think that maybe the, the the whole you know death completes the ritual thing might have something to do with the possible story related death that, that we could end up seeing yeah I mean it could, death it could, could
2: yeah. uh, well we, we don't, don't know, know I mean, it's gonna know. be yet, yeah we don't know about. but that's a pretty
0: good working theory um she's
5: not a, a row are you mad that okay. she t-
0: she taught you to be a ninja and now she's gonna
5: die well she technically didn't teach me to be a ninja oh somebody else did
2: Let's go back to our phone lines, and we're going to talk to Mr. Jack of the Sergeant Anna Sir, what's going on, Mr. Jack?
6: Here we go. Hey guys, how's it going? How you so doing? Get through an episode. I'm doing all people. right.
2: Thanks for uh, calling Limit Break Radio. What's up? What do you want to talk about?
6: Well, I just think that it's interesting that um, that you guys are talking about. Uh, potentially completing 1.0 storylines in the future, in the very near future. Um, Because as we saw in the Somal uh, hard mode highlight, um, that particular music track that that they were using, it's called Quicksand, hasn't been used in the game since 1.0. Right. So I, I find this particularly interesting uh, because I feel like this might imply that they could be bringing back some older music from 1.0, and two of my absolute favorite uh, Final Fantasy 14 tracks come from 1.0. One being On Windy Meadows, and the other being uh, Desert Moon Defied. So, what do you guys think about the implication that they could be bringing back more music to fit into the to the to the Stormblood narrative? And are there any 1.0 tracks that you'd like to see make a return? Well, um.
0: I thought it was we were watching the trailer before the show and we heard that music and neither of us could place it. We were like, this is just FF14 music, right? But where is it from? And then, you know, the chat mentioned it. It is very curious that they would redo a 1.0 soundtrack in Somal hard mode. Yeah, specifically that it's tied to Somal hard. Uh, Mr. Jack,
2: you got any theories why they would tie it to Somal hard?
6: Uh, I mean, if I had to reach, I would say maybe, maybe they'd be tying it into the uh, the MSQ somehow, but, I mean, it's not really... Uh, it doesn't happen all, very often that they tie uh, I can tell you the... exactly why that happened.
5: All right, Colin. We need music for so mall. <laughs> I ain't got time to make a track. Well, c- c- can I just repurpose a 1.0 soundtrack? Yeah, fine, 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 whatever, just get it done. But they've get never done. done that I before. Oh, 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 shoot, shoot, I don't know. They, they've definitely
2: used 1.0 music in it, just not... As, like, a background piece. I know that they've used 1.0. I think they've used 1.0 music in different dungeons, like other dungeons before, too. I can't, I couldn't tell you what track. Mm. I couldn't place it off the top of my head, but I think, I think they have. So Uh if they started. See, one of the things that I thought was really interesting in the 1.0 to 2.0 crossover was that it seemed like they went very, you know, Square Enix went very far out of their way to rescore specifically the you know the the uh adventuring maps like the mm-hmm. uh you know just like your lanosia and your um uh, uh, place outside of shroud and yeah shroud god Vanalan. damn dude i am like struggling with names Maybe today FTA. i don't know i don't know why um but yeah, like the fact that the fact that they went to uh, great lengths to rescore those and to provide new music for them, I think did two things. First, it made it feel like a different, like it made it feel like it differentiated it. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't feel like the second version of. You know, which was very uh, of important. these cities or this area, which you're right, is really important. You didn't just want a version two; you wanted it to be distinct. But now that they're bringing it back, I think that you do have, like uh, Mr. Jack had uh, had suggested, like you have an opportunity to sort of like reference things with old music. And I really hope that it's not as
0: Kahlo had predicted that. Oh, we just need some music. Where do we find it? Well, I think it all comes back to we don't know what's at the bottom of some all or why we're going
5: there. What- it's not going to be anything interesting. No, though. it's not. It's not. Um, it never it, a lot of is. People in the chat are saying that this isn't the first time they've used 1.0 music for yeah. hard dungeons.
2: Right. Exactly. Oh, okay. has, it,
5: has it been, you know, referencing anything in any of those other ones? No, I don't no. think
2: so. I think it would be cool if they did, though. I think it would be really cool if they did. Um, There are specific tracks, though, that really jump out to people from the 1.0 soundtrack that I don't think that they could use in just a dungeon like you can't take Twilight over Thanalan. And go, oh, let's just throw that in a dungeon. Like it's gotta be in a Thanaland based dungeon. Like it's gotta Under work Twilight. You know, like that that but they've used Twilight over Thanaland. For example, in the scene where you're having dinner with the Sultana, yeah. that was what was Twilight playing in the background. Yeah. So they've used they've done this before. Okay. So fair enough. Um Mr. Jack, thanks for the call. You got any shout outs?
6: Uh no. <laughs>
2: Bye. <laughs> well at least he made it easy. Thanks for the call, dude. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 8715 limitbreakradio.com slash Discord. By the way, apparently, last week, I upset somebody with when Sevo Kevo called. I, appara- I apparently was very, quote, very, very rude to Sevo Kevo.
5: Was Sevo's mom listening? <laughs> Aw. Sevo. But,
2: no. Uh, the thing is, is that, like, it, it was someone like it was someone on a in a YouTube comment that just brought it up randomly. Also called him a girl, which I was like, "Wow, you assumed you assumed his gender there pretty hard." Uh. But uh, I you know like there was also that whole air of white nightness that came out for that, which uh-huh. I'm just like, "Ugh, gross." Uh, but yeah, like I I didn't even think I wasn't even that
0: fucking rude to anyone i didn't even really rant that whole i thought time. i was ruder than you were yeah i was like i was one of those like 20 words or less let's move <laughs> but he took like a thousand words I know, well but that's the thing is that sevo calls the show all the time we've known sevo for like
2: yeah we've known for years. years yeah we've known him forever we also know you've that you've known him longer than you've known me yeah i think that that might be that's true completely true that yeah so i mean i don't understand like people get all bent out of shape like if we fucking treat callers without kid gloves like that's weird like especially that's someone that we know and then getting Mm -hmm. shit on all over it oh what the fuck no
0: one comes to ryuichi's defense well
5: (laughs) that's because they can hear it in his voice
0: (laughs) fair enough uh anyway
2: uh thanks for the call lila uh mr jack whatever whatever your name is uh anyway uh let's go back to our phone lines and talk to uh shinjima from the genova server what's going on shinjima
3: hey what's up guys
2: thanks for calling limit break radio what you want to talk about
3: yeah, i just wanted to talk about uh the dm changes um and then i heard it's not coming to 3.55 or yeah
2: yeah well that's that I, I that's pretty obvious they and they they had mentioned that a bunch, that, as of three point five, the normal diadem is going away, and yep. then three point five five, they're going to bring out the reworked version of it.
0: Which which leads to the question: Would you rather them have showed you nothing about it? Mm. Yeah. For me, like, no. Normal, I'm glad. Like, I'm I'm glad we got to see some of it now because it leads me to believe like they're not scrambling to get it together. Yeah. It like may- I'm glad they feel ready to show a good bit of it.
2: That, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm actually gonna side with you, Ascalia, because I think seeing it makes me. Far more intrigued about it than yeah. I would Normally be I think you know If it was the first Diadem yeah maybe Hold that back like if it was a new thing that you're Adding maybe hold that back because It gets kind of confusing right But the fact that we've had Diadem and then didn't like it like yeah you've got To drum up some some hype for that you've got to Drum up some support for that yeah absolutely So uh, Shinjima did, did the trailer Work for you did it like Increase your hype for Diadem like Are you psyched for it
3: <laughs> well there's one there's one problem and it seems small, but it's actually a big problem that I've been thinking about. And it, it harkens back to flying mounts. And I remember doing the DM for the first time, and a major problem was of course collecting the ether currents and then uh and then flying off to go wherever, right? Right. But this time you get it flying right away, but it still doesn't solve the problem of Like there's gonna be scenarios where you're gonna have the group go and do an objective, and and then they're gonna be like, okay, we gotta go do the next objective. Someone's gonna get aggro, and they won't be able to mount. Right. And the team is flying, and then that person like probably dies, or you know they have to kill themselves, and then they respawn, and and then they're gonna like go back to the starting point. Someone's gonna someone's gonna bitch about what's that person doing there, right? And I think that's going to be the major issue that, uh, like, it's not linear enough. And the game, like, dungeons and instances are designed so linear, and then you get thrown into Diadem where there's objectives. You, you can pick which one. I'm, I'm hoping it's like that. You pick which one you do first, right? Even if it's not, there's still going to be that issue of, you know, someone's going to pull aggro and they can't mount. And there's going to be some guy that's just, you know, he doesn't want to fight anymore. He's just going to go to the next objective. He's not going to listen to the group. And that's one issue that's really concerning because it's more of a, it's not like in Final Fantasy XI, the game wasn't designed linear from the get-go, right?
0: Right. But at the same time, coming from eleven. I don't know maybe I'm just numb to that Kind of complaint having lived in love and like Like oh really someone someone's gonna get aggro And slow the group down yeah that sounds About right that's my life yeah But I think when it's a managed
2: Mechanic yeah I think it did Feel unmanageable or Unmanaged in the original Diadem I didn't do a ton of the first diadem Was it that bad it You know what if you got some Fucking idiot people running with you yeah Yes oh man all right you Wasted a lot of time on on you know just clearing trash out to be able to uh, to mount up and get out of there yeah because that was
3: that was the biggest thing right like there was i remember that most it was some guy was off doing something you know there was two leaders or something right so one person saying let's go do this the other person saying do that and then eventually it's like some one person gets fed up they drop group they leave and then the whole group just eventually leaves and it's i think that's the major issue that that we're they're not seeing, it. and um, I hope there's something like you know to fix that. Like I was, I was hoping to get them. Like the flying mounts, I just don't like flying mounts at all. It's it's just kind of like I don't like flying mounts in any MMO. But when you put it in an instance where you have to mount up, and someone pulls aggro, and it's just gonna, it's just gonna cause this. Uh, it's gonna cause mayhem, right? And and people are impatient in this game, and it's unfortunate, but that's my that's my biggest worry otherwise like I like dDM and I I hope it succeeds and um, like I hope there's something that that doesn't uh, cause that much mayhem you know there's uh, because I want to see DDM succeed basically
2: right right well I think that's- all of us all of us definitely want to see you know the uh, the 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 event end up succeeding in the end um, it's just you know like what what types of play are you able to encourage and what types of play are we just not going to end up responding to as as players i think that that's definitely a valid question and it's got to be something that comes from the devs like if the devs don't even bother to address that question or ask that of themselves then i you know I think that's how you do end up with a game populace that feels underserved or the content doesn't seem to hit home. Um, You know, you've got to you've got to pay attention to the way that you train your player base to interact with your content. And I think Square Enix worked themselves into a corner. They really worked themselves into the into a corner with how much they've been supporting the. I, and I don't want to just call it casual because it just that is a huge write off and it seems like it seems like a even a blow off term but what i mean is that they've been supporting the people that don't invest as much time or effort into the game And trying to make it an enjoyable experience, even if you only have a few hours. Right. Whereas an MMO experience has traditionally sort of hinged on having long stretches of time to be able to play or accomplish something and having that feel rewarding. And we've talked about this a lot where Final Fantasy XIV has this fundamental problem that it doesn't feel rewarding that the gear that you're getting doesn't end up feeling rewarding that every that you get just this sense of grind without the reward at the end at least in ff11 yeah you had a ton of grinding but that carrot
0: really felt like a carrot when you got it oh yeah you really wanted that piece and you got to
2: hang on to that
5: juiciest carrot ever
0: it it was and humongous carrot it didn't go away after a
2: month that, too, is that it had longevity, and certain carrots had more longevity than others. But the, the FF14 and Square Enix had really focused on the turnover aspect, the churn aspect of, like, okay, you know, you've only got so much time, and, and some people can play this way, and some people can play that way, and you get an equal amount of reward out of it, whether you put in an hour or ten hours. How much reward do you want? But it's an equal reward either way. And I think that that just in the end ends up having this way of feeling like, well, if everyone's rewarded, then no one's really rewarded. Like, that's how you everything feels like a participation trophy as opposed to a real, you know, like a really earned achievement.
0: Yeah, it's not first place.
2: Right. It's participates. Hey, good job. Right. You were there. But. Nothing is first place. Like that's right. the thing is, like when you have when you have a lot of partici- participation trophies, like that first place trophy still needs to mean something, right? Oh, yeah. Like you can't just give out all first place trophies. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. It, it loses all value. It loses all meaning. And I think that FF14's reward structure suffers from a lot of that problem.
0: Oh yeah, and I'm but I'm mean, I- like. Well-
3: I just want to say it kind of goes back to the point Anira was making was that how you train the player base from when they first started playing the game, right? So what I think really hit, that's why I'm worried about the DM is because you go through all these linear dungeons and and story quest, and then you're hit with this con- piece of content that's supposed to be slightly uh, horizontal, right? Like, oh, I can do this objective, we can do that objective. And then the group decides where to go. Right. But that's not how the player base was. They're like, what is going on? I don't even understand what's going on. And it frustrates them to no end. And they just leave and they don't want to do the content again. And th- and that's and I
2: think that's what what, you know, you were trying to sort of talk about with the distinction between linear content and what Diadem is proposing, which is inherently N- not linear. Right. Um and I I you know with the with the difficulty that m had the first go round, I would say yeah that that Square Enix has not trained their player base very well in non-linear content. But that but to say that you shouldn't have non-linear content, I think that is also a mistake. Because that's something that I've wanted
0: to be done and done well for a long time by this game, but it never seems to happen. Well, and the question is how do you coerce your player base then to invest the work into learning a new style of content that you have not taught them on right. really ever? And like Sweet ass rewards. Sweet ass rewards. That's the is, only way. The is, shinies. You gotta give them something, a that's big right. carrot that they can latch onto. Something that will make them say it's like, that's a lot more work, but I want that. But goddamn. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll yeah. do it. I'll yeah. learn it. Yeah. Like, you, and like over time, you don't, I don't want to say you have to, you don't have to keep doing that. But once you have changed the player's mindset, like that, when they see a new event, that they don't just approach it with the same turnkey method, uh, methodology that they've always used. Once they're used to having to like get into the event and look around and figure out, all right, what am I supposed to do? Well, then you've, well, you've retrained your player base. You've refocused them.
2: Right. But the thing is, is that I think that they're trying to do, they're trying to retrain the player base in. Possibly the worst way that they can because they've taken and exerted all of this into the separate system that doesn't really have much of an impact in the overworld. Right. And I think that this needs to be some sort of fundamental, there needs to be some sort of fundamental shift that happens to be able to get players to genuinely think like that.
0: Right, and I and like we've talked about with Eureka in the new one, we're kind of hoping that's where we'll see something like that. Maybe, maybe. I, I that's don't know. My hope.
2: I don't know. I don't know how much hope that I hold out. Shinjima, thanks for the call. Any uh, shout outs you want to give?
3: Uh, some friends on Genova, uh, Luna, Vala. That's that's all I know, really.
2: All right, man. Thanks. Listen, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. We always love hearing from you guys at Limit Break Radio. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com, slash Discord, the number to call if you want to call in. We've got one more caller here, we're getting pretty close to the end of the show. Remember, coming up on Final Encountercast, we're going to be debuting the demo of our brand new show checkpoint radio so excited to debut so this good. like De-
0: we've we we've been when did we start this project do you remember when we actually began talking about this and planning it um it was probably six months ago About six, yeah, yeah and we've had to keep right. quiet
2: about it we've had to all while working on it all while working we, all on while it. working on it behind the scenes yeah it's I been mean, so hard even though we're playing even though we're playing a a, a 45 minute long demo today um that has been three shows, right?
5: Four Not shows. Four, four shows. Four, We've four. done four has shows it of four? It. Yep. 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 You guys didn't do one without me, did you?
0: No. No. Or did we do? Well, no, we did four. We did. We See, did.
5: they need me for this one, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, we did two on the first go round of recordings and two on
2: oh, the second go round. Oh, that's go-round. right. Okay. Because okay, yep. the boats.
0: Well, it, the, the thing is, is that we had the same conversations the second go round. Yeah. Oh, because right, we had the boating. That's right. Oh yeah. my god, that's how long ago it was. I
2: know. It, yeah it was it was back the River was it frozen in the summer yeah it was crazy uh so we're definitely super excited to be talking about that again we're going to be playing that over on twitch.tv slash final Encountercast at five today invite all of you to join us to uh check out our brand new show we've been working very very hard on this so uh we definitely want you to check it out all right we're gonna go back to our phone lines and talk to uh, crimson tinted of balmung what's going on crimson Hey guys, how you doing today? Good. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Thanks for having me call. Uh, I wanted
7: to touch on a subject about three point, or a couple subjects about the three point five patch that I don't think are getting as much discussion
2: as I think they should. You're okay. right.
0: Beast tribe uh, dances.
7: <laughs> exactly. Bomb beast tribe dances. No, 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 not those. But um, I'll preface this by saying that I. Th- I feel like a lot of people focus in on various elements of the progression of the game with regards to the story, with regards to some of the easy, some of the not raid content, you know, with, you know the different game modes they introduce and whatnot. Sure. but I don't I don't think we we as a community really pay attention to the fact that some of the biggest seed changes in the game's lifetime weren't particularly, heavily discussed or sexy and they, they weren't on the content treadmill or anything like that. You know, I would argue that things like glamours showing up, housing showing up were things were checkboxes that people just assumed would eventually show up. So, okay, it showed up now. Right. But, but it fundamentally changed, you know, how, you know, how people presented themselves, you know, housing fundamentally changed where people spent their time. And and, and, and it really changed think,
2: yes sir. and uh, it well I was going to say and it changed the value of a lot of items too I mean you it, you have a market behind housing you have a market behind glamour
0: uh, pieces not and, to mention uh, most of your dungeon gear is propelled by glamour and i think
2: i think it sort of reset people's expectation around armor as well Mm -hmm. specifically armor because then like now you've got two reasons to go after a, a piece you've got the glamour potential and then you've got the stats now what i the the other side of that coin is that i think people give less of a shit about the stats on the gear as a, as a result like and i'm not talking about your hardcore raiders or like the people no, who everyone. are really like into parsing that out but yeah like everyone like it used to be like i remember before glamours that I really wanted that first um that the the first turn of coil set oh yeah uh, and you know I did a lot of coil to be able to farm for those because I liked visually how they looked and I haven't really had that since glamours because it's like oh well you know those hands are really awesome but they're a pain in the dick to get I can just use these other hands like they're right th- that that kind of flexibility of the system that's good for the system has kind of been bad for player motivation in the end hmm. yeah
7: you know and i think it's a good point but um more than you know that, that that's a whole other can of worms as as it were i i think that the main thing with this patch coming up that people are just sort of writing off as this should have been in the game three years ago this actually going to change everything i really think it's going to change everything is that cross-server party finder oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i really do i okay. really do yeah, i no, thought
0: I, you were gonna say summoner eggies and i was gonna
7: lose no, my no, mind no. i, I should have i really should have that would have been
2: a, it would have been a good troll believe me but no i i think that you're actually right yeah. i think the cross-server uh party finder is going to be huge um and it should be because uh, you know the. I think one of the biggest complaints right now is that y- being sectioned off by server is, uh, you know, Archaic. almost. G- yes, Archaic. that's exactly. <laughs> that's thank you, Colin. That's exactly Bingo. the word that I was looking for because now you know you've had so many games that have come out. Many of them have failed, granted, but you've had so many games come out that have been serverless or shardless. Yeah. That have done so well that it seems like yeah that's that's that was like a built-in archaic uh, uh,
0: you know structure. Dude, you couldn't play with other people, but you could message people on other servers in eleven. Yeah, how is it possible that you can in fourteen? Right,
5: but you no. know, I feel like all of this just just plays into the. The opinion that that, that kind of has overall of you know where SE has been with with this past expansion. I mean, you know, you uh, you bring up caller that that you know we don't ever really talk about the things that have had a lasting impact like housing, like glamours and stuff like that because we're too busy you know worrying about why why the the you know. Um, events and, and dungeons and stuff and story things aren't aren't impacting. And to me, that actually speaks volumes about the state of the game that we're in because things like housing probably shouldn't have as much of a lasting impact compared to storylines or, or compared to, you know, entire new events that get put in there. You know, we see our housing and our, our, our estates every single day. We spent two weeks in Diadem, which you think took longer to design. Yeah.
0: But, it's sad. And I mean, but part of that also, I think the reason that things like housing and glamour and uh, now cross part, uh, crossover Party Finder don't get talked about is because, like the caller said... You would have thought it would already have been there. Yeah. You would have thought that had been there at launch. Th- I think I think that that's that's also pretty fair, too, that,
2: like, why wasn't this already a thing?
0: And I think that's also the reason they have those monumental effects is because they are kind of the core things that you'd expect to have already. Yeah. And, I, and,
2: and also, that's, I think, why it gets released to very little fanfare, too, is, like, there's an expectation
0: that that kind of feature should have already been a part of the game you can't in good faith be like hey now our game has the ability to glamour or have a house because then you have people like the us who go like i had a house in 11 in 2003 that's not impressive to me. I had a I, house once, and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting over there. You played Ultima. You probably had a house in the mid 90s. Oh, I totally. And did. it probably burned down as soon as you logged out. Uh, yeah, it took about two weeks, but yeah, all, yeah. That, all that stuff was forfeit. But that was stuff you could have in the 90s. It's hard for me to be like, what? You're putting housing in the game. You bold ass motherfucker. <laughs> That's you know, a good. You know, it's
7: you know, you go a good point. Out, Yeah, you know what it is? It's not that I am calling for players to be, you know, be grateful, you ungrateful curves. That's not what I'm (laughs) going for with my remarks, as it were. It's more um, as experienced players of Final Fantasy universes. I I think everybody that I'm talking to here has been playing Final Fantasy for a long time. Sure. Story in great depth is a thing you expect. These other elements that we've been discussing – you know, we're disappointed when we don't get them to the extent we want, but a Final Fantasy Universe story is a far more intricate story than your average RPG story. That's it fair. It just is. That's you, fair. So, as, ex- as experienced players, I, th- I think it would, be, it would behoove us more to care more about the less sexy topics, as it were, because then we might actually not have to be so surprised when we get these basic things if we demand them more. That's just a theory of mine. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Well, Not- fair. it's just hard to be like, hey, care more about housing because people are going to be like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, the, I think that's the
2: thing, is that, like, most of the time it's like, well, that that definitely should have been there. Like, the expectation is like, like, it almost feels like we're giving them a pass for it not being there in the first fucking place. Right. Like, why should we bend over and, and, and like, really suck their dick if they're, like, putting something in that should have been in
0: two years ago? Well, and caring, I think that's part of the problem, too. And caring, caring very seldom is a logical process. Yeah, it's an emotional one. That's it's true say, It's got something that stirs you on an emotional level to care. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, Crimson Tinted, thanks for
2: uh, giving us a call here on Limit Break Radio. You got any shout-outs before we let you go?
7: Uh, I'll just give some shout-outs to my, my free companies. Um, Magitate Mayhem on the Gilgamesh server, one of the largest LGBT free companies on the planet. That's what's uh, up. And I'll also give a shout-out to my new FC on Balamong, the Average Joe's. Y- y'all might be familiar with its sound. Hmm. No, who's
2: that? I don't know who that would be,
7: Mister Joe. Mister
2: Joe Neva, sir. Joe really? Perfetto, real, real. Oh, I had oh, no so. idea. No I'm idea. Sure you didn't. I'm sure I you thought didn't. it was going to be happy, but whatever. <laughs>
7: <Yes>! <laughs> but no, seriously, I-, I love my free companies to death, and I love those service to death. So just shout outs to the people there. You know, win, win, loser draw, for better or worse, they're-, they're-, they're my home, and I love them dearly. That's, that's what's
2: all, up. That's all that that's what's up crimson tinted of Balmong. thanks for uh giving us a call here on limit break radio and that will bring us to the end of our show we were worried we did we, fine oh my god i i did not think that we would get through three you're, hours you're I, we got, we got w- way more out of the trailer than i thought we
0: would yeah and you know what I'm we're cool. gonna give props to callow who called what? that you you what? said before the show you thought we might get more out of the trailer than we thought we would that's right it hurts to say it it really does i don't feel
2: good I'm about back,
5: it baby Ugh. you guys ain't never getting rid of me son Ugh. of a bitch damn it
2: anyway uh all right that's gonna do it here for limit break radio guys thanks so much for hanging out with us today uh quick shout out to uh juxtaposition uh who could not be here today also
0: nika who's out at fan fest you know what or, i'm sorry mag fest mag fest why did i say two hosts fest? who are gone and both of them have a pretty legitimate reason this week oh yeah, they do i'll give it to them they do so uh yeah we're looking forward to having them back next week yeah
2: hopefully we'll have a full crew back next week we'll Should see be. we'll see fingers mm-hmm. crossed now now that Kahlo's able to join us on a regular basis again
0: uh, what time's that show going on the air next week say what what time's that show going on the air next week one okay just checking yeah yeah you can join one us clock?
2: You can join us here at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Oh, that's a good place to go. 1 p.m. every Sunday. We talk about Final Fantasy XIV. And we allow you to get in on that conversation. Something that not every podcast does. So, if you want to join us live, take the time. Put it in your put it in your your schedule uh, and, uh, you know, head on over to twitch.tv slash limit break radio. We put the stream up at about noon every Sunday so you can come in, listen to some music. But we start at one close to one here at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. And yeah, join us live. Call in uh you can also send us emails hosts at limit uh i know we haven't read emails in a little bit but uh we haven't
5: because got- the last like three or four we've got have been
2: fan fiction that's right we, we do have fan fiction that's going to be eventually oh no. read on the show yeah, yeah yeah
5: you know what i can be back forever (laughs) it's too popular
0: it's too popular not to not to go back uh, and revisit that segment again. we've never gotten this much feedback on anything it doesn't happen
2: yeah yeah that seemed to really hit some kind of vein or nerve i'm not sure what that is Yeah, i don't
0: want to think about what nerve it hit
2: (laughs) anyway uh so yeah Mm -hmm. join us each and every single sunday here at Mm twitch.tv Slash Limit Break Radio. Again, shout out to Papa Woody, who uh, we didn't even know had spent his last episode with us. I know. We would have had it going away. But no, we wouldn't we, have. Well, no. Nah, you know what? We would have because it would have pissed off Juxta. That's correct. It would have. It would It would have right. really upset Juxta.
5: <laughs> next year, even though our next episode, even though he won't be here, I still think that we should we should do a little a little send off for Pops.
2: Oh, maybe we should just to, okay. just to piss off Juxta. Talk Juxta about man. like
5: our favorite memories or you know what what we're gonna miss about him besides him bringing us drinks, obviously.
0: Wait, so can I not use that as my answer? No, you can't. Damn get
2: creative we do need someone to get us drinks though this is it's been a serious problem
5: okay it, well no you know what if we don't have the actual intern there it should be the person who was last intern i think
0: hmm well he's not here to defend himself so i'm on board with that we currently have no
2: intern and no one who is ever even in the intern role here right now no girl
5: you're gonna need to come to michigan bro
2: seriously you want you might, that? You might
5: even lose a little weight On the way here, just get on your bike and go.
2: (laughs) All right, guys, that's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio. Uh, Again, shout out to Papa Woody, and uh, thank, thank you. Papa, for all of the work that you did here for Limit Break Radio. We definitely appreciate it. Coming up next over at Final Encountercast, we are going to be unveiling the very first premiere of Checkpoint Radio. So if you want to hear what we've been working on for about six months behind the scenes, you may want to head on over to twitch.tv slash Final Encounter when this wraps up or wait for the host to go out. Either or, it's your choice. And uh, join us for that. Let us know what you think of the new demo. Guys, that's going to be it for Limit Break Radio. Shout out again to uh, Juxta and Nika, who couldn't be here this week. And thank you to my crew, of course, producer Kuki Persona for uh, hanging out on the phones, as well as Kalo Landis and Escalia Rayumasa. I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Deorze are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeji, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Heart Slot, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer closing music in this episode provided by husky by the geek listen to this and other great final fantasy 14 and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash husky by the geek in-game graphics for limit break radio's twitch stream are provided by diamond multimedia check out their line of amd graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. limit break radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content